Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob Has a Podcast. And now, here's the guy, three-time National League All-Star, Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very special Survivor San Juan del Sur podcast preview of Season 29 of Survivor. And we are here live. It's a Friday night. We are crazy people partying on a Friday night talking about the upcoming season of Survivor. We are less than two weeks away. Nicole Sesternino, First Lady of Podcasting. Hello, everybody. Nicole, how are you doing on a Friday night? I'm fantastic. I have my martini. I'm good. Yes, very exciting to be back here. Nicole, this is, believe it or not, our ninth season preview together. Wowzer. Also, our getting ready for the 10th season of Survivor that we're talking about here on Rob as a podcast. Can you believe it? Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're having fun. I can't it's believe true it. what they say. Thank you so much to all you guys who are joining us here live for uh, our special preview show. I know it got very late on the East Coast. Uh, it's getting late here on the West Coast, but very excited uh, to be live here with you guys on what is one of Nicole's least favorite nights of the year, the night where Rob has a podcast, moves downstairs into the <laughs> living room, and what Nicole describes is a big mess. It takes a week for him to clean this up. Okay. Well, luckily, now that baby Dominic is walking and grabbing everything, I will not be leaving anything valuable here in the living room. Yes, and not for the safety of our child, for the safety of, of my equipment. Of my of equipment. Course. <laughs> people want that if people want podcasts, they don't want all the podcast stuff uh, to get broken into the baby's mouth. Yes. Okay. And fair so, enough. All right, so we are getting geared up here. I know some people thought that this is going to be the show that we do with Corinne, where Corinne Kaplan mm-hmm. comes in and does a reminder. Yes, a very nice homage to all of these nice things very about sweet. all of the different contestants from Survivor. Of course, uh, that is not this show. Not this show. That is going to be a show. I believe we're going to be recording that later this week. I was texting with Corinne today and it's looking like we're going to get to that one maybe Thursday night. So uh. possibly this upcoming Friday, uh, which would be the Friday before the season starts. And that's that seems about right. Seems appropriate. Seems about right. So the Survivor premiere is sneaking up on us. Of course, it will be live on, well, not live, but it will be on Wednesday night. It, they recorded right. it a couple of months ago. And Wednesday night, September 24th, uh, one week from this upcoming Wednesday, it's going to share the night with the finale of Big Brother 16. Which you get no break. I get no break. Yeah, no breaks for you. No break. I'm lucky if I get a bathroom break. <laughs> Because we're going, why he wears diapers. We're going right in, in yes, that's, that's why <laughs> me and Dominic, we're both on the same page. And so we are going right into our Survivor is going to become first. Survivor premiere is going to be 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern uh-huh. and Pacific. That is going to be on CBS and then followed by it's a 90 minute premiere, followed by a 90 minute uh, Big Brother 16 finale. So a lot going on there. 
a lot of minutes of reality TV. Yeah, all on one night of CBS. The schedule for what we're going to do, I believe Survivor Know-It-Alls, we're actually going to shift it one night back to Thursday night. And then I think that the main podcast uh, may end up being released on Friday morning. So we may push everything back one night. Maybe I'll get the actual podcast up on Thursday before Survivor Know-It-Alls for one week because we got to just give Big Brother finale its proper coverage. Put it to bed put it to sleep like the baby right oh that's a good that was hard today it's it's been hard to put big brother 16 <laughs> to sleep also but we're gonna put that all to rest there uh this next one week from wednesday night so very excited to be here live tonight we're going to be talking about all 18 of the new survivor competitors for survivor san juan del sur you sound like a pervert when you say that. I don't think so. You I do. Don't think you do sound like a pervert. I don't know what pervert you talk to that sounds <laughs> that like one. that. Yes. Yeah. Other than me, I don't know who else you talk Please to. Don't say that again. Yes. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, Survivor San Juan del Sur. So we will make our predictions, tell you about everything that we think is going to happen this upcoming season. We will pick from each pair who yes. we think will go further yes. into the oh, I game. Like, I like this game. Yes. Nicole, one year Do ago. We have cards this time? No, no cards. We'll just say one, two, three, shoot. Not yet. You, you, you were ready to say something and there was nothing we were, we were saying. So I'm prepared. Yes. By the way, for those of you guys listening in the audio version, Nicole's Martini returns to the podcast yes. for the first time since God knows when. It's been a, it's been a while. Quite some time. It's been a while. And so one year ago, we talked about the first Survivor Blood versus Water. You were very pregnant. If you want to go back and <laughs> watch that in the archives. Yes. I think you should just listen. Yeah. So uh, everything is, we're getting all set here for a big fall TV season here on Rob as a podcast. Yeah. Also, The Amazing Race premieres in two weeks. As oh, well. my goodness. I'm never going to see you. you know, that You don't see me now. got to get a boyfriend. Okay. Well, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nicole, speaking of uh, some of your quote unquote boyfriends, mm-hmm. I know how much you like to Google some of these survivor men from Survivor One World. Did you know that you will have a chance to see one of the men from Survivor One World naked soon? No. What is this? I have yes. Yes. One, I heard. One of the stars of... Is it Jay Byers? One of the stars of Survivor One World will be appearing on an upcoming episode of Naked and Afraid. Yes. It is not Jay Byers. Yes. This did not come up in my Google search. Do you know, do you know who it is? I, I, I do. Yes, Survivor standout Michael mm-hmm. Jefferson will be appearing standout. soon. On yes, <laughs> yes, Dalton Ross said he he posted on uh, Twitter the other day that he had a sneak peek, and I said, "Wow, this gives yeah, what?" <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> gives new definition to the term sneak peek. Yes. So Michael Jefferson will be appearing on an upcoming episode of. Naked and afraid. Are we that desperate to be on TV? Yes. <laughs> yes. And so we're going to see how he that goes. He should have just gone on naked dating. It would have been much much better. Yeah, I think he's getting He would have been better on that show. I think he's getting closer to the mark. He probably yeah. would have been better on naked dating yeah. than on naked and afraid or on uh, Survivor. I bet something's going to bite him in the butt. Well, that's what's going on. In the clip that Dalton Ross tweeted, they're like in Africa and there's like lions coming and the girl that he's with, who's also naked, if you've never seen that show, and they, afraid. they drop off. They were naked and afraid. Uh, they drop you off like in the middle of nowhere, a boy and a girl. And okay, This should be like illegal. And you have to just survive out there for like 21 and days. And you have nothing. Like that. Nothing. And the girl is like really frightened because they're like naked and there are like lions around 
and they hear the lions like growling and the girl is like so scared she's like i have to pee and she's just <laughs> going to pee and that's yeah that you could catch michael jefferson i believe it's on discovery oh we gotta check that out just check that out on uh discovery lots of screen uh Screen caps too. Lots of screen, lots of screen caps as well. Okay, so we're getting geared up here. Big fall season coming up this summer. What I worked on. If you've been missing us over the summer, uh, you are not a faithful fan of the Big Brother and just are tuning back in because it's Survivor season. Stephen Fishback and I worked all summer long on the first ever Rob as a Podcast audio book, uh, and you could check that out. We did a thing called the Forty Nine Laws of Survivor, where we took the book The Forty Eight Laws of Power, written by Robert Green, and we had adapted those to Survivor, and we gave you examples of how each of the 48 laws of power were used by different Survivor contestants. Uh, you could check that out, and also... Uh, then you added a law? We added our own law, yes. Okay, we cool. added a, spe- Bonus. a special <laughs> law. Uh, so if you wanted to check that out, that also will give you access to the Survivor Think Tank, which Stephen and I did this past Saturday, which was very fun. We... Uh, greenlit a bunch of new ideas for Survivor Twists that were submitted by the listeners. Uh, if you want to check that out all together, it's about uh, between 11 and 12 hours of myself and Stephen Fishback talking about nonsense between the book and the show, uh, which was a video show which you can get access to. You can check that all out at robhasawebsite.com slash 49laws. robhasawebsite.com slash 49laws. It's also in the sidebar on robhasawebsite.com. And also, we're gearing up for a big survivor season coming up. And so we don't talk about this very much on the show, but I just wanted to extend the invitation for those of you guys who want to support the podcast by becoming patrons of Rob has a podcast because uh, we always appreciate your support. We are going to be doing approximately what four or five hours of survivor podcast every single week. Yes, for something tremendous like that for a 42 minute show between the recap show that we do with the former survivor guests that are going to be two and a half, three hours a piece, plus the survivor know-it-alls, plus the exit interview with the evicted castaways. I'm using big brother terms. I have to get back into voted off castaways, not evicted. Plus all the bonus stuff together that we're going to do along the way. So if you want to gear back up to, and if there's a Tyson cast, there's six hours, right? Right, <laughs> right, not to mention Amazing Race and all the other things that we're following, even covering Utopia right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So for all the stuff that we're going to be getting ready to do, if you want to jump in and support Rob Has a Podcast by becoming a patron, uh, you'll get access to the Rob Has a Podcast Facebook patron group, which is very, very fun, plus the once-a-month call-in show where I answer all of the questions that the patrons have to ask me. You can find out all the different things and benefits about that by going to robhasawebsite.com slash patron or by clicking the banner uh, in the sidebar, robhasawebsite.com slash patron. Also, I shot a new patron video over the summer, uh, which I think is going to be very fun. No, I was not naked or afraid (laughs) when I was doing it. Nervous a little bit, but not... Uh, none of the other things. And so uh, I'm working on that. Hopefully I will have that up and posted for you guys to check out. I think there's uh, I think you'll like it. Uh, what I did in the video and I will have that uh, hopefully before the new survivor season starts. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I did a podcast with Josh Wiggler, the great Josh Wiggler a couple of weeks ago where we talked about the seven things you need to know about survivor San Juan del Sur. And so we did seven <laughs> things that you needed to know about that. And so if you wanted to check that out, you can go to Rob slash seven things. Uh, it's also, if you click on San Juan del Sur in the menu, you can see the link uh, for that. But I talked about a couple of different things, including John Rocker. And so I don't want to spend too much time talking about the backstory on, 
on John Rocker and a couple of the other things. And also, if you're a fan of Survivor, by now you know about John Rocker. Yes. And also, we had we talked about a bit about the twist, one of the twists to the game. A few twists. A few twists to the game, but we haven't talked about it with you, Nicole. So no. let me just rehash a little bit about uh, top level stuff Please on do. Survivor San Juan del Sur. One last thing before we uh, d- dive into it. Also, I didn't set this up properly at the top of the show. Of course, we're live and we've got the chat room open on robhasawebsite.com. I'm trying not to stare at it uh, too much and distract myself from uh, from all of you. I'm distracted by my headset and why I have a headset and you don't. Because I can hold the microphone consistently close to my mouth and you are a drifter, as we say in the <laughs> podcast business. I look silly. No, you don't. You look fantastic, as usual. And so we've got the chat room going. Plus, Scott St. Pierre is monitoring Twitter with the hashtag RHAP. And we're going to have that following uh, as, as well. Uh, we can go ahead and take comments from you guys as well on our YouTube channel, which is at robiswebsite.com slash YouTube. This is from Bazingification says, yes, so pumped for this. Well, we are too. <laughs> we are too. And what we'd like to do, Scott, if you could, when we talk about each couple going forward, uh, maybe at the end of each segment with the couple, I'd like to take a couple of comments from you guys who are watching the, the show live and get your take on each of the couples as we go along. And we're going to deal with the couples in pairs. So this should be a little bit shorter than these traditionally are because Survivor made an interesting decision that they didn't give us each person individually. We got each person in pairs. So we're going to talk... They're not individuals. Right. We'll talk about the nine pairs. And I actually don't like that as much as I did with the people that we already knew. I like it because I had a short attention... I have have a short attention. Well, that was good. It was good (laughs) for you. But like, for instance, in the original Blood versus Water, it's like, okay, we are already know Tyson. We don't need right. a whole bio on Tyson, but we get to see Tyson introducing us to his girlfriend, whereas the, the wonderful Rachel. Th- this is almost like the amazing race where it's like there are a couple people. I couldn't tell you the difference between one person and the other, including the people from the amazing race, uh, <laughs> but we'll get into all of that. So okay, Regis. <laughs> we're, we're live and we are ready to go all pumped, all pumped up here. So Nicole, some of the twists for Survivor Sam Juan del Sur. Blood versus Water is back. We have 18 people. Two people dropped out before the start of the game. I believe it was they quit. two women. I think that they did not pass the medical thing, sort of like RC and her dad. And they, didn't want to be repl- they didn't replace them. They didn't have alternates, so they okay. went with just 18 people. Uh, is that a good thing for the show to have 18? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be... Um, I, I don't think it's necessarily a, a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think okay. it's, uh, you know, you could say 20 is better than 18. So we're going to have two tribes of nine. Uh, we are going to split up the people into two separate tribes, like the last blood versus water. But instead of fans versus favorites, like the last one was, this is just going to be arbitrarily. They're going to split up the groups, uh, you know, and have each one person from each pair on each tribe. So blood versus water. So is it just like randomly split or just, is there a... Yeah, there's no sort of split by, you know, old versus young okay. or anything like that. It's just sort of that's however. Or wives and husbands. Right. So they, because not everybody is a wife and right. a husband. That's true. Yes. So they ended up going and, and coming up with trying to make it fair, even yeah. evenly matched teams. So that's what's going to uh, be for how the game is going to start. We'll get into talking about the, the tribes as well. What do you think would be better to do? Do you want me to tell you who is in what tribe yes. as we go along? Yes. Tell me who's in the tribe. Okay. And then at the end, we can sort of look at like a big picture of who is in which tribe. Okay. Perfect. Okay. 
Also, we are going to have a no redemption island this time around on Blood versus Water. It, it didn't do anything last time. No, I thought it was good. Of the three times they've done Redemption Island, oh, I guess of the three, that was the best. You got a little bit of juice with Fu Brad Culpepper and all the stuff. True. Burn the note yeah. And, yeah. and stuff like that. So you got a little bit of juice with that. But this time around, no Redemption Island, but Exile Island returns. I'm not a fan of Exile Island. Well, this is what they're doing instead. I like it because I would prefer Exile Island over Redemption Island. And there's a little bit of a twist here as well. And that twist is going to be you were going to go head to head with your loved one. And instead of a reward challenge, whoever wins, it's say me and you are on blood versus water. You and I are going to face off in a duel. Whoever uh-huh. wins, wins reward for our tribe. Whoever loses goes to Exile Island. And if I'm the winner, of course, <laughs> right? Of course, <laughs> in any sort of oh, how embarrassing would it be if you and I are on? We go to X. We have to go in the face-off, the duel, and then you beat me in the duel, and I have to go to X. As long Island. as it's not a puzzle, you're going down. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. Yeah. That's probably fair. If it's some sort of a physical thing. That, that, yeah, you're definitely going down. That would be funny, actually, if they cast a couple that was similar to us, where <laughs> you are very the athletic. athletic. One. You are athletic, and I am not as athletic. And you know, you would beat me in the in the challenge. <laughs> I, I don't think they really had a couple like that where the woman is more athletic than the man. This isn't very common on many different common. levels. Right. Right. Well. Uh, in terms of survivor. In terms of survivor. In terms of survivor. You know, in the real world, you know, maybe, maybe more common. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so when, okay, let's do it this way. I, I'll go to Exile Island. You won the thing. You win reward for your tribe. I go to Exile Island. You also get to pick somebody from your tribe to go with me to the Exile Island. Ooh. And on top of that, the clue to the hidden immunity idol. Dude. <laughs> the clue to the hidden immunity idol is at Exile Island, but the idol is buried back in the camps. Uh-huh. Okay. It's very confusing. It's a little it's a little confusing. Plus the day zero twist is gonna return as well. I have a question. Yes. So the two the couple goes to Exile Island. That's right. Who determ how is it determined? That that couple goes. What goes couple? There. That, yeah. You know that we still don't know the answer to that. I watched an interview with Jeff Probst, and I think that w- how it's going to work, and uh-huh. I think it might only be in the pre-merge part of the game that they're going to like. Okay, it's your turn today, or it's your turn today. You, t- your this pair is still in the game. So the first person will get voted off. Let's say one of the twenties gets voted off, and then they will be not have to go into the duel. Uh, they'll pick, they'll just pick somebody else. So I don't know if they'll have a wheel or pick a name out of a hat or pick somebody, you know, the person who won last time that we don't really know the mechanics okay. of yet, okay. but I'm sure we will find that out all in the premiere episode. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and jump into this? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we want to talk about from, uh, getting, I'm sure it'll come up. I'm sure it'll come it'll up. Come up. All right, so let's go ahead and let's start with our first couple. These are in order as they are displayed on CBS.com, and that would be it's Dale and Kelly. And go ahead, Nicole. Uh, let's let me get my CBS.com open so I could tell Is you this a the little farmer bit more. and the farmer's daughter. The farmer and the farmer's daughter. Haven't you always wanted to see a farmer and his daughter on Survivor? <laughs> well, this is your or chance. Anywhere. 
That's right. That's right. So the farmer and his daughter, Dale and Kelly. And Dale is sort of an older guy, but his daughter is, uh, you know, one of the attractive women on this season, Mm -hmm. would you say? Yes, definitely. That's fair. Uh, She's in the mix for Miss Survivor. I would say so. Okay. And so, Nicole, what do you think it would be like to go and compete on Survivor with your dad? With my dad? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I think my dad would be good for on Survivor. Okay. He's moderately crazy. We've never seen a daughter and father compete on Survivor. I don't we think were, it would be like these guys. We were robbed that opportunity uh, during when, when RC and her dad did yes. not get through on Survivor Blood versus Water. But uh, Dale and Kelly, just to give you a little bit uh, about them, we like to uh, pick out some of the things from their bio. Well, who are uh, they like? Okay, well, Dale, his personal claim to fame is watching his kids grow to be responsible adults. Okay, he's a proud father. His hobbies are snow skiing, cycling, and camping. He's fit. Uh, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? Uh, a map to explore and then mark where I've been. A book that explains what I can or cannot eat and toilet paper. And what survivor contestant are you most like? He Rudy. says, Big Tom. Uh, I have to side with the farmer. And I'm pretty sure that Dale is not like Big Tom because Big Tom would say, Hey, I'm here with Kelly and I would want to. Are you Dr. Friend. Phil? No, <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> The impressions are always funnier when you make fun of them when I'm doing them. That's what everybody says. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Let's hear your, let's hear your big time uh, impression. I didn't say I had one. Okay. All right. So uh, Dale and Kelly and then Kelly, uh, she's kind of the city girl. It feels like that she is not on back on the farm that Dale is, uh, is uh, he is, he, well, he is from Washington, but she's a marketing manager. So like she's off in the city and uh, her personal claim to frame to fame is moving out of a small town with very little opportunity of making it on her own. She's never asked for money and she has moved her way up to the position that she's in now. She she never stops trying. Her hobbies are soccer, jigsaw puzzle, and kicking everybody's butt at Scrabble. So Ooh. you could play her in Words with Friends. I know what a big uh, Words with Friends fan you are. Oh, yes. Her pet peeves are lazy people, overconfidence, not sticking to your word, bad drivers, and angry people. Oh, welcome um, to Survivor. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then uh, that her Survivor contestant she'd most like is, take a guess. Harvardy Shallow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because she's a young woman. Yes. Yeah, and that's what you have to say. Yes. Okay, and uh, she's like poverty because she's a strong, intelligent woman who did what she had to do to get to the top. Okay, so Nicole, let's talk a little bit about Dale and Kelly. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, any strong opinions on Dale and Kelly? I have no, no strong opinions. I just, I think, uh, I'm not feeling too confident about it. Uh, which person in particular? Both of I them? Think both. Both of them? Yeah. I kind of feel uh, they're a little bland. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't really see anything that sort of stands out to me about Dale and Kelly. They're sort of just, uh, you know, Dale seems like he, I think he's a fan of the show, mm-hmm. uh, he said, and I think that's always a good thing. I'm not sure uh, too much about Kelly's 
fandom uh, in the show. It's really hard to talk about this. And, you know, this is probably the casting preview show that I've had the hardest time with going forward because I feel like, especially with these new people, I really feel like that in the interviews that they had, they're sort of like bouncing off each other. And I really don't know a ton about each person didn't get a good specifically right there's not a lot of talk about like hey my strategy going in is going to be this it's sort of like oh my dad is great and he's a good guy Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's a it's a little bit of a, a harder to get a read on some of these people so i feel like dale seems like just from his personality and his and his uh demographics older guy on a uh, on a tribe i feel like uh that is going to that never goes well be that'll be a challenge for him it's going to really come down to his physicality and how well he's able to perform in the challenge you know i don't have a great feeling on him kelly seems like she's a pretty smart cookie yeah and so I feel like that she's going to be somebody who uh, has a good chance. But again, it's hard to get a good read on uh, what she on what she is. Um, she says that if she could have three things to go on the island, she would bring a book because she'd want to do something in her free time. She'd bring pictures of her mom because she's her best friend and a journal so she could write down her experiences. Uh, what's the difference between a book and a journal? Like a, well, a book you read. <laughs> I guess, I guess <laughs> a so. journal you write. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so she's grown up on a farm and she's done it all. You know, it's really uh, hard to tell if she is, you know, pretty athletic either. She seems fit. She seem, She looks fit. Dale seems like, uh, you know, he's not like, it uh, seems like Dale was the one that was cast and then brought Kelly. Yes, I think so. Uh, did you get any impressions on them from the special from TVGN? There was some weird dynamic with Dale being, you know, remarried and something with the with the with the stepmom, but nothing. Nothing that really raised an eyebrow. Yeah, one of the things that I really wish that they would have given us in these bios is that marital status. Like, I wish I could have go like I could go on Facebook and see some single, married. It's complicated. No, I'd like to know is Dale is Dale single and ready to mingle. Dale is married. Okay, Dale is married. But what's Kelly's status? Is she looking to showmance? What's going on? I need Big Jeff out there asking the tough <laughs> questions. Yes. So I don't have uh, too much to say. And again, hard to get a good read on these guys. Let's see some of the stuff that you guys are saying if we have anything uh, pulled up. Uh, so this is from Paula who wants to know, what are the chances of Kelly playing like Parvati? I kind of zero. <laughs> well, yes, probably not too great uh, that she plays like like Parvati because you're talking about one of the greatest players mm-hmm. that ever played the game. So to say that she's she's going to play she's so like good, Parvati. she's now part of the press. Yes, that I'm that I'm not super uh, sure about. Um, so uh, one of the things that I think was interesting about them is that Dale is not only a big fan of Survivor. But he also is recognizing the twenties. Ah, uh, so he's a reality TV fan. Yes, he's a you reality think he's a rap fan. Uh, I mean, Does he know what a podcast is? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he knows that. And so, 
I think that he one of the things he said was that they not only does he recognize the twenties, but he does not care for the twenties. Oh, that's not good for the twenties. And the twenties in there, they said they hope nobody recognizes them, and they already recognizes them. And not only does he recognize the twenties, he also remembered how they tried to U-turn people, and he thinks that the twenties are not trustworthy. Not looking good for the twenties. Not, uh, but not, this could buy him some, you know, street cred on Survivor. Yeah. Um, also, I thought that Kelly. Uh, one of the, the interesting things that I liked about her was in her thing with Dalton Ross. Uh, she talked about uh, John Rocker's uh, girlfriend and uh-huh. talked about her as somebody, and she had a Prada bag. Uh-huh. And I just thought that was a uh, an Wait, what observant. Did she say? She was talking about how the, uh, she thinks she's kind of prissy because she has a Prada bag with her. Mm-hmm. And so I thought she's that probably right. I thought that was uh, something that was a uh, good observational yeah. skill. And so I like that about Kelly. Okay. All right. Let's take a couple more questions uh, from you guys. This is from uh, Vinnie Plunkett, <laughs> who says, uh, great to see Kelly Wiggles Wentworth get the opportunity to play the game again. Wow. So this is uh, Ke- Kelly Wiggles Wentworth. Is that really her name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Her, her name is Kelly Wentworth. Uh, Kelly close Wentworth. Enough, close, close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, and let's see. We have one more uh, thing from you, from you guys. This is from the Jay Mackey, the great Jay Mackey. I'm so happy Kelly is finally living her life as the woman she believes she was born to be. I'm sensing a little sarcasm. Oh, my God. Um, Hard to tell in the text. Hard to tell in the text. But uh, she is going ahead and she is living in the big city. What city does she live in? Uh, I think she must live in Seattle, right? Yeah. So her dad is from like rural Washington and she's moved to the big city in in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, A lot of uh, RHAP fans in the Pacific Northwest, Nicole. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Let's do one more thing about her from Julia Pine. Loved Kelly and Dale talking smack about the other contestants. Yeah, we do with, love that with Dalton Ross. I, what did you prefer? Did you like the interviews on CBS.com or the ones with Dalton Ross? Dalton Ross. Yeah, I thought the ones with Dalton Ross were fun because the ones that were on CBS were sort of like they were just sort of like driving the bus themselves and just talking about them like, uh, yeah. oh, let me tell you about my my wife. And she is she is a cuckoo bird she's always <laughs> shopping on zulily oh you are talking and, about me <laughs> and, and you know talking about whatever whereas dalton ross at least was asking like all right let me you know it was, uh, he's asking them about okay who's gonna win tell me something embarrassing yeah so i like that he's sort of like you got to know them a little better yeah it's a little bit more like a uh, tribal council from yeah. from dalton ross yeah and so i kind of i kind of like that more than the interviewer list cbs ones and the C- and the one on tv guide you, it was like you saw um a lot of the challenges and like kind of behind the scenes which is not why i was watching yes you what, like what in front of the scenes i like i want to know the characters okay yeah we want to know the characters all right so let's jump into this nicole dale and kelly who is going to go further in the game don't say it yet okay don't say it yet uh, okay so i want to hear on the count of three one not yet i'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna i know I'm gonna how to say, count thank you i'm gonna say one two three and then we're going to blurt out at the same time who's going to go further. Okay. Okay. And they keep, and people keep track of this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So one, two, three, Kelly. Kelly. All right. So we're in agreement. <laughs> Rob and Nicole both think Kelly goes further Sorry, Dale. than Dale on Survivor. Sam Juan del Sur. Stop it. Okay. How about this? Okay. Let's double down on this. Dale. Is he dateable? 
Does he make On the merge? Survivor? Does he make the merge? Oh, I see what you're saying. Is he dateable? No. Not dateable. No, not dateable. Kelly, is she dateable? I think she's dateable. Dateable. I think she's dateable. There you go. All right. So you think Dale is out pre-merge? Pre-merge. Kelly is makes the merge. Very sorry. Jill. I can't. You look. Know, we got to say it about somebody. And it's, uh, I don't. I don't have a, a problem with it. So Dale, of course, uh, we can take a look at what tribes that they are on. Dale is going to be on the yellow team. I don't have the tribe names, and Kelly will be on the orange team. Go so uh, obviously that doesn't that doesn't help us much because we know they're going to be on different tribes. But Wait, just, Dale is on the yellow team. Yes. and Kelly's on the orange team. Yes. Dale's wearing orange. I, well, what are you confusing gonna, us? What are you going to do? All right, let's go to our next person here. And uh, I really liked all of the feedback from you guys on that. That's very that's very fun. So please let's keep it going yeah. with our second couple, and that is it's Drew and Alec. Okay, Drew and Alec, Nicole. Yeah. And uh, this is what I believe did. Uh, was it Bailey that that called them the Fabio brothers? Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you like that name for them? I could see it. Oh, I'm sorry, Baylor, Baylor, Baylor called them the Fabio brothers okay. on TVGN. And here is Drew and Alec, and these are two of the guys that I'm having a little bit of a hard time telling the difference between. I think Drew is the bigger older one the older one yes and so they are from Win- winter park florida and drew is a traveling sales representative in the family business mm-hmm. uh that his hobbies are traveling modeling booze crushing playing ah, booze sports crusher. and partying nicole what is the difference between booze crushing and partying um i think booze crushing is like hardcore Yes, like you. Is that what you're doing on the I don't show think tonight? he sips martinis like a lady, okay, like, well, like I do. All right. So if he could have three items, uh, what would they be? Uh, one, survival night, survival knife. Two, butane lighter. Three, jam box. What's a jam box? I think it's like a Bluetooth speaker. Oh. So he wants to party. He likes partying, Nicole. Yes. Okay. The Which one is he? Uh, which one are we talking about? We're talking about Drew. The, Drew, so Drew the is blue. the bigger one. Okay. Yeah. And then also, Survivor contestant you are most like? Fabio. He, he says, yes, Fabio or Malcolm, because they are athletic, smart bros that know how to manipulate people and situations to advance themselves. Really? Did Fabio know how to manipulate people? You know, it's funny because when Drew and Alec talk with Dalton Ross, Dalton Ross is like, all right, so which Survivor contestant does your brother remind you of? And I, I think it was alec talking about drew it doesn't uh, matter but they basically just listed like every single survivor that has long one hair. hair they were like yeah he's like ozzy and malcolm and fabio and yeah. tyson unless you're jack teller <laughs> i'm not digging the long hair yeah okay so uh, alec he's the younger brother uh, allegedly according to drew he's a little lippy uh, his personal claim to fame is going to college like and yeah, excelling <laughs> in school and sports. He was very mediocre in high school as far as his performance in the classroom. Uh, his hobbies are fishing, lacrosse, and surfing. His pet peeves are people who say they don't like something they've never tried before. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> uh, that you, you hate my guts. He would not, he would not like you. Uh, he, the... Why he thinks he'll be the sole survivor is he's smart, determined, fit, and has all the skills that could help him win the game. And three things that he could have with him on the island are his watch, his okay. lacrosse stick, and Playboy magazine. You pervert. 
(laughs) (laughs) Why does Alec need a Playboy magazine on the island? You got to pass the time somehow. Pass the time somehow? Is it for the articles? It's not for the articles. I don't think he reads. It's not the articles? He's a good student. (laughs) No, he was mediocre. Now, Maybe he was reading too much school, Playboy. In high school, he, he was, was reading mediocre. too much Playboy. He and does, that's what the problem. He was. does well now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Alec and Drew, Nicole. Um, what do you think of these guys? They look like surfer dudes that are just there to have a good time. They are surfer bros. Yeah, that's true. Yes, um, I think that these guys are supposed to be the uh, Vetus and Otis of this season. Uh-huh. I think that these are the the two. Are brothers. they polar opposites? No, they're exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> they're exactly the same. One. So they're the male twinnies. In some ways, they're not twins, though. They're brothers right. separated by uh, three years. Drew is the older one. I think that Drew is... I think this will be a, um, weird for Alec to be out of his brother's shadow because I think that um, it might be a good thing for Alec to have Drew voted out of the game early. Right. Because as we saw on Survivor Blood versus Water, if these two bros make it to the merge, they'll be huge targets. One of them has to go pre-merge. I don't think that's how they're looking at things. And I think, don't that, think that's how they're looking at. Things. I don't think that they're saying like, hey, the only way I can win this game is if my brother gets voted out before the merge. Right. I don't think that's how they're looking at it. But as an outside observer, I could tell you that is clearly the case. Yes. And so um, it, Drew is the is the bigger guy. He's the bigger. He's the bigger brother. Alec is, you know, uh, the young younger guy. He's not as tall. He's not as big. I think Alec. He hasn't been given a chance. He hasn't been given. Maybe he'll grow when yeah. he's 25. Uh, he'll be exactly the same. But I think it'll be tough for Alec to um, get anywhere in the game while Drew is still around. Yeah. And so I think that's the challenge that these two guys are facing. And I'm not sure that they are aware of it because they don't seem like the sharpest survivor players I've ever seen. And so let's, How go, dare you. let's go ahead and uh, take some of the, the questions uh, from you guys. And here we go. Let's start off with Grant Plater, who says, Alec is my pick to win the game. I get a very Fabio-esque vibe from him. He comes off as very humble, likable, and even smart. Nicole, are you getting any Fabio vibes from either of the bros? You know, when I first saw Fabio, I just said, winner. I'm not getting that. Of course. Yes, Nicole, that was one of the two winners you've predicted in the eight previous survivor mm-hmm. previews that we've done you're at a 25 percent clip what are you at one out of eight okay so i'm still 12 and a half percent yes that's right i've predicted more <laughs> big brother winners than you okay that's right so i've got that <laughs> congratulations <laughs> yes i almost predicted an amazing race winner well um, I, almost- no, I did i did predict the amazing oh, race did? winner yes okay yes that was my pick this past season okay so let's go to Sam Stone. And Sam Stone says, does anyone else hope Alec wins for no other reason than to hold it over Drew the rest of their lives? That would be very funny because... Right, right here. Yes. So are you an Alec fan or a Drew fan? I think I'm an Alec fan. Yeah. I like the underdog. I think everybody kind of likes the underdog. I think everybody's kind of rooting for, for the Alec. younger yeah. brother to step out of the older brother's shadow. But it's funny... Because in Blood vs. Water 1, it was like Vetus who had to step out of 
the younger brother's shadow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, J- the J Mackey on Twitter is uh, hoping that the Playboy is for fire kindling uh, because he likes the other brother better anyway. So that's one for somebody who likes <laughs> Drew better. Okay. Uh, Go there. Yes. Uh, Jay also says, Drew and Alec, what a step up from Dale. Oh, oh, Florida boys. Hey, I like the blue shorts one. I'd sip his martini like a lady. Whoa. Jay Mackey. <laughs> Whoa. I know it's, I think get, he's I, sipping I, I know it's getting right late now. on the East Coast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, Drew and Alec. Okay. Nicole, uh, do you have high hopes for Drew and Alec? For one of them. Okay, so let's talk about it. All right, let's talk about who do we think is going to make it further into the game, Drew or Alec, once, twice, three, shoot. Alec. Drew. Drew. All right, well, We'll who's who's going to go further in the game? Because I think that, um, well, let's ask this question. Do you think that Drew or Alec will vote each the other one out? No. No, I don't think I don't think so either. But if they were going to do it, uh, I, I think like, Drew would vote Alec. I out. think Drew would vote Alec <laughs> out, and um, I think that Alec would be like, "Well, I'm telling mom. <laughs> I'm telling. Okay, if you vote me, if you vote me out, yeah." Drew did um, the majority of the talking in the in the clips, and then uh, said that Alec is a little lippy. Uh huh. Yeah. So maybe Alec talks back to Drew. God so, forbid. So we'll see. Uh, all right. Drew and Alec, are they, uh, are they dateable? Let's start with Drew. No. 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 He will not make it to the merge. I don't think so. Alec. Yes. Alec, you think Alec will make it to the merge? Yes. Okay. Um, it's going to be tough. Let me tell you where they land on the teams. Okay. We'll put these uh, tribes together piece by piece. So I told you Dale was going to be on the yellow team. He is going to be joined by Alec. Okay. So Dale. Okay. Kelly's dad. That's good for Alec so far. Is going to be with Alec. Uh-huh. And then Kelly is going to be with Drew. Showman's potential. Showman. Is that, is that a possibility? Okay. Play the baby making music. There, there you go. All right. So let's move on to our next pair here. And uh, that would be the one and only Val and Jeremy. Val and Jeremy. Did you know, Nicole, that Val is a police officer? I did know. Uh, not a construction worker. <laughs> Look, Val is making a huge mistake by not telling everybody uh, that she's a cop. And then also you have Jeremy, who is a firefighter. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, the opposites attract firefighter and police officer. There you go. Val and Jeremy. I like them. I actually like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, they might be uh, one of my favorite pairs uh, this season. And so he, uh, here's Val and Jeremy. Uh, they are from uh, Foxborough, Mass, uh, home of the New England Patriots. Uh, that He is a Cambridge firefighter. Um, I don't know if uh, they are... Uh, have Boston Rob as an idol uh, from... Uh, well, who are they most like? What do they okay, say? Well, I'll tell you. Okay, so uh, the personal claim to fame, this is from Jer- uh, Jeremy, uh, not Jeremiah. He says that he is proud of making it to the professional indoor football league without playing college football. I don't know what the professional indoor football is. I haven't, I haven't heard of that, but it sounds fun. And hopefully the commissioner of the professional indoor football league is running a tighter ship than the professional outdoor football league. Okay, Rob started. Okay. And so his hobbies are basketball, working out, 
fantasy football and coaching my daughters. There you go. You and Jeremy would get along very well. Yeah, and hopefully Jeremy didn't uh, trade for Tory Smith this week like I did. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, his pet peeves are one-uppers and know-it-alls. How I, dare the, you, the two Jeremy. things I hate, too. <laughs> How dare you, Jeremy? <laughs> yes. So, so you're saying that, that you and Jeremy would get along? Yes, completely. Yes. You hate one-uppers. I hate, I hate one-uppers. Yes. I feel and like, I know feel it like all. this is, I feel like you're talking about me. I can't help but feel that way. Well, maybe you just have a guilty conscience. Okay. All right. And so then also, uh, if he could have three things on the island, it would be a bracelet from his daughter, picture of his daughters, and picture of his mother. That's a lot of pictures and bracelets. Oh, he loves his family. Okay. Contestant he's most like. He says, I always like JT and James, but I think Tyson, the third time he played, is similar to how I would have played. So he knows enough about Survivor to know that Tyson played three times and that he is back on his third time. And he likes Tyson the third time. So it sounds like he knows a lot about Survivor. Yeah, it's a very out-of-the-box answer. Yes, yeah, so we, we like those answers from yeah. Jeremy. Okay, and then we have Val. And Val is a Foxborough police officer, and uh, her hobbies are sports running, CrossFit, and reading. She's competitive, loving, and loyal. I want to be best friends with this couple. Yes, and Survivor, she's most like, she says, Monica and Taj. Okay. Monica Culpepper? Monica Padilla? I I would guess Culpepper. Yeah. Well... Not bad. To, it's not bad to be like Monica Padilla in a different way. Yes, that would not be that would not, not be a survivor bad gameplay. That would not be a bad thing to be like. Monica Settle Padilla. down, buddy. All right. Settle All down. Right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. So let's uh, talk. About... I'm going to start Googling Jay Byers okay. if you don't stop. OK, take it easy. We're in the middle in the middle of a show. Keep it professional. All right. So uh, Jeremy, um, he also talks about John Rocker uh-huh. and he recognizes John Rocker. Mm-hmm. And also, he does not hate John Rocker. He doesn't hate him. No, which uh, is surprising. But he does not hate John Rocker. And he says they want to take John Rocker to the end. I think it's a good person to take to the end. I think it's a little early for that. Because but I th- he's, he's thinking. He's just thinking. He's thinking. But I think the history of the, hey, it's the first day. I, here's a person I want to take to the end is not a positive one. Okay, but the game hasn't started yet. It was just a comment that he said after looking at him. Yeah, but still, it's a little putting the cart ahead of the horse. You know, I think you're better off to be thinking a la Sandra of, you know, three more days, three more days, three more days. You know, it's not better, not me. than be thinking about, oh, this is who I'm going to take to the end on the first day. Because that's the kind of stuff that gets you in trouble. And yes, I'm talking about going all the way back to uh, Sherry and Shamar in Survivor 26 when you say, here's somebody who nobody likes. I'm going to keep them around. And what does it do? It tears the tribe apart. You end up losing in the pre-merge and end up getting picked off. Now, Sherry made it to the end, but it was not a good thing overall for her tribe. Well, it was just a comment. I don't think that it was something to hold against him. I'm I'm just saying. Don't hold it against Jeremy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's uh, that's a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a pet peeve. Okay. Yeah, don't be talking about taking people to the end in the pregame. Okay, so let's go ahead and because trying to keep John Rocker around in this game will be will be your undoing if that's if that is your plan. So you think if you want to keep him, that's bad? 
I think that's bad. I think if you're with people that want to vote out John Rocker, I think you vote out John Rocker. Okay. Don't don't try to vouch for John Rocker and keep him around, okay? Because that will only look bad. That'll on bite you. you in the butt. That will bite you in the butt. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, take some questions from uh, Jeremiah Yap. This is very confusing with a Jeremiah and a Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I like either Jeremy or Val to win this game. It seems like they have the skills necessary to do so from their occupations. Look. Everybody knows a cop is the best job to have. I have copdar. I know cops are us. And I could tell you right now that Jeremy is going to be in cops are us. So. Huh? Val is in cops are us. Oh, Jeremy's not in cops Jeremy are us. Jeremy is out of cops are us. You're out. He's out. He's in firefighters are us. And there's something else. Uh, Tom Westman is going to bring him into Firefighters R.S. That's not a bad club to be in. It's not a bad club to be yeah. in. And do you think Val will tell people her job? No. She no. said that she wasn't. She wasn't going to say yeah, that. Yeah, she said she wasn't. What job is she going to tell people? Now, of course, this has been the year of cops on CBS dominating. Yes. It started with Tony. Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to tell people I'm a construction worker. And then we have Derek on Big Brother 16. That's true, Who yes. came into the house and has dominated that game and is a cop, an undercover cop, and told people that he's a parks and recreations officer. Can the third time be the charm? Can there be three cops one year? Well, the first time was the charm. Okay. First time was the charm. <laughs> and if Derek wins Big Brother, and then if we have a third cop. So if, if Derek wins Big Brother, yes. that's like major pressure for you, Val. That is that's a lot major of pressure. pressure. <laughs> three shows, three cops. One loser. No, no, not Val. Don't say that. No, I like Val. I like Val a lot too. Um, will Val do better or worse than Sarah? Now, Sarah was the first person on the jury. Of course, mm-hmm. also, uh, congratulations again. Brand new mom, oh, Sarah she, she Latina. Had the yes. My pick for winner of Survivor 28. Is it a girl or boy? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but like a day after the baby was born, like she sent me like a direct message and it was like, Hey, Big Brother isn't on in my on my what channel is it on? I'm like, I don't know where you live. Like, <laughs> you just had a baby. I'm like, yeah, you just had a baby. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like the uh, the. Ex- why are you on her mind after she has a baby? And she's because well, she's like, oh, Rob knows uh, w- w- what channel Big Brother is on in in the gr- you in know, the whole world, in the Wisconsin in the whole market. world. Yeah, so um, <laughs> but yeah, congrats, congratulations again to Sarah. Okay, and. So what do we say? Uh, will she go further than, than Sarah? Will she make Val it? will go further. I agree. Okay. Uh, so uh, Nick Sabetta, who says, uh, Val may be a bit of a risk to keep around to face Jeremy in the duels. I can see them getting rid of her early. Okay. Well, the, Nick brings up uh, some very yeah. interesting strategy. Interesting, yeah. Do you vote somebody out? who is less physically fit than their than their loved one because they will probably lose in the duel okay so let's say there's um if if people feel and, and Val seems like pretty strong i know she does crossfit so i don't think she's a slouch but let's just say hypothetically and and maybe 
Um, this isn't the best instance. Maybe it's, you know, probably John Rocker and his wife, but let's not talk about them yet. Let's just say it was like a Monica Culpepper and Brad Culpepper and Monica Culpepper actually was no slouch either in the challenges, but we would just, let's just imagine that they thought Brad Culpepper would beat Monica in the challenges. And so would, would people consider, Hey, let's vote out Monica because we'll lose reward if she ever goes into the challenge. I don't think that, Val is going to be the first person. But don't, let's think of. let's not make it about Val and Jeremy. Let's just talk about in a vacuum. Let's say in a use, vacuum. Yeah, use, use Brad and Monica. Yeah. See, I don't think I don't think people care that much about rewards. You don't think people towards the like towards the end when they start getting hungry, right? But that's the, that. This is all going to happen in the beginning. This is all going to be pre-merge. I don't think that the tribes are going to say. And I think that they're going to need Val. Like she's strong. Yeah, she's going to be good in the challenges. Val is. They got to think about the team. I don't think it'll happen in this instance. But again, before the original Survivor Blood versus Water, we didn't anticipate that they were going to say, "Hey, let's vote off Rachel because we want to get Tyson to switch." But with that her. also backfired. It backfired, sure, but it was just something outside the box that we weren't thinking about. Mm-hmm. And so, when they bring these new wrinkles into the game, we yeah. need to sort of be thinking like the survivors are going to think: How can we use this to our advantage? And would they say we need to vote out somebody who is physically weaker than their loved one because we don't want to lose the reward when that person has to go into the duel? And I feel like we'll see what happens. This I think season. it depends on the on the couple. I don't think Val and Jeremy. That's going to be yeah. a circumstance for them. I don't. If if it was for immunities and not for rewards, right. I think that tribes would think that way. But just for rewards, I don't think. That I think if the, if a team is continuously losing in the duels, maybe they'll think that way, but yes. maybe not initially. I also think that it could put some added pressure on somebody who's bad at the challenges. So if you yeah. have an older guy on your team, let's say, for instance, you know, it's like, um, you know, um, a tribe where you have um, somebody who is a, a very weak person who's holding you back already in the challenges. Yeah. And they also haven't gone into the duel with their loved one who happens who is to be stronger. Right. Who happens? So give me somebody who was uh, really lousy in challenges in the last couple seasons. Right, let's say, let's say hypothetically <laughs> you had like Cochran and you know, Cochran's dad was like kind of like a, a good athlete. mom. Yeah. Well, uh, in the case of uh, Cochran's parents, I mean, it's not just, let's just pretend that they have like really, you know, a really athletic parent. Um, it might be more incentive to say, not only is this person holding us back in our challenges, but also this person is going to single-handedly lose a reward challenge for us. Right. So it could be more incentive to get rid of somebody who's uh, not physically strong. Val, again, as you said, yeah. that's not the case with yeah. Val and Jeremy. While Jeremy is probably more powerful, Val is seems she's like also she's also an asset. Seems like she's no slouch. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a couple more questions about Val and Jeremy. Jeremy <laughs> said on TVGN that he has been applying for Survivor for 10 years. I like the fans. You like the fans, Nicole? I do like the fans. I like the fans. He probably listens to the, the show. The fans are good. Fans are good. Uh, well, if he listens to Robin's podcast, why, we didn't love he, you. why didn't he give us any clues in his bio like Spencer did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, where are the references to Tidy Whities? Yeah. <laughs> that is, of course, the code to let us know that uh, you are an RHAP fan. I did not pick up anything. except John Rocker, I hear, is a huge, uh, huge RHAP totally, fan. Yes. Totally. Yes. They right. play it at the tanning salon. Yes. Okay. Uh, William Clark, is Val like a Surrey? Okay. I did think 
in the promos that it was Sari many times when I saw it. I thought they were just like showing, you know, past seasons. See, I feel like that's a kind of lazy analysis to say, oh, Val, she's like a Sari. Because I think she just looks like Sari. That was it. Right. She's, <laughs> yeah, she is, it bears a resemblance yeah. to Sari. I don't want to let that cloud our judgment and have us say she yeah. plays like a Sari. No, she is much physically stronger than Sari was. She's probably more athletic than a Sari. I just feel like it's sort of lazy uh, analysis on our part to say, hey, well, she bears a resemblance to Sari, uh, so she's going to play like Girl, a Sari. No one's saying that. I'm, well, I think, that was, I think that's a question that people have had. And just if she resembles Sari, doesn't mean she's going to play like Sari. No one said that. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> just putting it out there. I do really like Val a lot. I do. Though. I do think she is. Uh, she very well has um, the chops, it seems like, to play like a Sari. But again, like we said with Parvati, we're talking about, in my mind, one of the five or six greatest players to ever play the game. She seems like she was really laid back in her interviews, and I think that's a really good thing. Yes. Okay. And let's take one more question. I predict a young lad is going to try to give his idol to Jeremy. Hashtag, who's Jeremy? (laughs) Okay. Good. good, good. That's a good one from, uh, who was that? Uh, uh, We missed it. It was Dan Helm. Yes. Very, very funny. Okay. Nicole, who will go further in the game? Will it be Val or Jeremy? Okay, so once, twice, three, shoot. Val. Yes, I agree. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, Jeremy. And Jeremy seems good, too. Yeah, but it's just, it's very difficult for a strong male to make it to the end. Yes, I'm really taken with Val. Yes. I think Val could do, uh, could do very well here. I like Val, too. She could be well-served. So. I feel like Val wants to be my friend. Val wants to be <laughs> your friend? Uh, what, what is it about Val that makes you feel like... We she, both like to work out. You both like to work out? Yeah, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do CrossFit with you. You have very low standards for uh, just that anybody that wants to work I out... I have high is, standards. I don't say that about many people. But anybody that wants to work out, is you feel like would be your friend? Not everybody. Okay. just People wh- who take it seriously. So, so what is it about Val that she takes seriously she takes her seriously, workout? Seriously, yeah. I feel like that you try to time your not talking for when I try to drink the water. I was, we were in the middle of a conversation. You took a sip of water. That's not my fault. But I bet that if I tried to drink the water, you would not be. I didn't even realize you were drinking water. I was waiting for you to talk. All right. Well, that's why I try to ask you a longer question so I could drink the water. I'm sorry. I'm not up on your strategy of your water drinking. (laughs) Yes. You're way behind on, on all the strategy. Dan, and that's why he's a douche. <laughs> Dan, uh, Dan Hamilton says, uh, I'm ready to ride this Val Jeremy train to the end. Whoa, Dan. Choo-choo. Take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, so what do you think? Do you think that Val and Jeremy have a chance to go deep into the game together? Mm, what do you mean together? They're on opposite opposite. At some point, the tribes will merge. Uh-huh. Do you think that Val and Jeremy have a chance to make it far into the game together? As in, with <laughs> each other? Oh, now that you clarified. Yes. Um, I, I think Val's going to take it further than Jeremy. I don't know how far together they're going <laughs> to go, but... 
Okay. All right. So uh, that's uh, that's Val and Jeremy, who we're we're excited to uh, see them. I think that they're one of the brighter spots in the casting uh, this season. Let's go to oh look who it is. It's John and Julie, America's sweethearts. <laughs> All right, uh, John Rocker and Julie uh, Jeff Probst was interviewed by Dalton Ross, or Dalton Ross posted a question uh, to. Uh, Dalton Ross poses the question to Jeff Probst of why have John Rocker on the show? And Jeff Probst says that he is thrilled to have John Rocker on the show. A lot of people are upset about some of the things that John Rocker has said. Uh Um, I question myself whether or not John Rocker belongs on Survivor. Is he a fan of the show? Um, and I don't think he's a fan of the show. Uh, he does seem to know enough about the show. He knows about Jeff Kent and Jimmy Johnson and stuff like that. So, so he just knows of the professional base, uh, professional athletes yes, that were on the show. But I think that he apparently has seen more of the show than some of the other players that are on this season. Okay. So I will, I will give him uh, credit for that. Has Julie seen the show? Um, that's a good, that's a good question. Let me tell you a little about John Rocker, uh, and Julie, but first let me tell you what Jeff's had to say. And you can check that interview. It's on, uh, EW.com where Dalton Ross, uh, talked to Jeff and Jeff said he's, he loves having John Rocker out there because it, it, Jeff Probst doesn't decide how far John Rocker goes in the game, the people that he's with. So if he's with people that are offended by him and he can't get over that, then he'll be gone. And if he's with people that want to keep him around for whatever reason. So it was sort of an interesting way of, of looking at it. But Jeff Probst is like, hey, I don't decide how far he goes in the game. The people that are out here, they're going to make that call. Mm-hmm. So if they want John Rocker around, they'll keep John Rocker around. But, you know, uh, how long I, ago was that interview um, when uh, he filmed it when they were doing the show? No, I mean, how long was the Sports Illustrated? Uh, when did he make those comments? It yeah. was before, I believe, the... Uh, I believe it was it was before the 2000 baseball season, so it was like December of 1999. So it's been almost 14 years. Yes, but he also has like a line of T-shirts that say "Speak English" on them. Uh, he is, <laughs> yes, he doesn't like he doesn't like people that don't speak English uh, in America. So uh, he's got he has uh, some some issues, uh, John Rocker, and uh, that and I thought that the survivors from this season were not supposed to be tweeting, but uh, John Rocker has been active on Twitter. Has he been tweeting about Survivor? He has not been tweeting about Survivor, but he has been re- tweeting responses to people talking about him on Survivor. Uh, just some of John Rocker's uh, tweets. Oh, he, he probably doesn't care if he gets the money or not. Of late. Uh, John Rocker on, uh, well, on, on September 3rd tweeted, uh, I wish farting in public was more socially acceptable. I'm crude. Sue me. Sorry if I offend. So uh, John Ew. Rocker wants, in addition to everybody speaking English, he wants more uh, public farting uh and uh recently he had an interaction with one of the rob as a podcast listeners uh (laughs) janice tillery and uh he ended up uh tweeting uh some very not nice things out there which i don't need to uh repeat but uh some personal attacks from john rocker oh that wasn't nice some of the listeners of rob as a podcast and uh we don't we don't care for that we all stick together we don't care for that at all uh and it seems like uh if that's how he's heading into this. 
um, you know, one, it seems like a violation of the Jeff care. Probst uh, tweeting. Uh, what, what do we call that? The uh, shutdown? Blackout? Tweet he, he didn't Twitter win. Uh, it's obvious, like, he didn't win. Oh, oh spoilers, no, he's, hey, no one's going to take hey, him to the end. He's uh, not going to win. Jeremy wants to. No one's voting for him. He doesn't care if he gets the money or not. This is like Trump change for him. I'm going to tweet away. Uh, well, Nicole, I think you might be overestimating uh, the amount of money that John Rocker may have made in his in his baseball career. Well, he was he was a... Because recently, what, what's that? Yeah, for a couple of years, he had a couple. He had a he had a couple uh, a couple of good years. But recently, uh-huh. uh, he was spotted at the Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, selling his T-shirts and off, uh, raffling off a night of going out drinking with him. So it's not these do not sound like uh, the enterprises of a, of a mogul. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's talk about John and Rocker, John Rocker and Julie uh, in terms just of, of Survivor. Let's try okay. to, we talked about a lot of this stuff in my uh, Seven Things podcast. Anyway, so John and Julie, John Rocker, Major League Baseball, former Major League Baseball player. Uh, his hobbies are hunting, fishing, and golfing. His uh, pet peeves are rude, lazy, selfish people, and traffic. Uh, I would is, hate to be around him in traffic. He is intense, self-motivating, and responsible. If he could have three things on the island, they would be vodka, mm-hmm. a toothbrush, and a razor. And the survivor contestant that he's most like, he says he's like Jeff Kent because they have a similar background as a Major League Baseball player. They have a strong understanding of teamwork, but are also very driven to attain individual success, uh, though uh, Jeff is a bit more subdued than I am. Fair well, enough. Okay. Um, but much more interesting to me than John Rocker is, is Miss Julie. Julie, Julie McGee, who uh, she is John Rocker's girlfriend. Uh, and uh, she is the mo- she's a model slash owner of a spray tan business. Uh, she is like the, the situation. She is the who's also on TVGN. <laughs> uh, that she is uh, the owner of a company, True Glow Spray Tan. Okay. Uh, she says that she is loyal, determined, and positive. If she could bring three things to the island, they would be sunblock, a toothbrush, and a radio. Sunblock says the woman who owns a tanning salon. Yeah, she doesn't want to overdo it. Okay. And, and hey, that's a woman that knows knows her limits. <laughs> she knows the dangers of the sun. She, is a, she knows its power and its danger. Yes. Yes, yeah. she's a responsible tanner, not like uh, DJ Tanner. And then uh, Survivor contestant you're most like, she says, Colleen Haskell, because I think we're both extremely sweet to others. And by this, she was able to make allies without being manipulative. So uh, interesting. She goes back to season one, a Colleen Haskell reference. Mm -hmm, A fan favorite. Fan favorite. Okay. So let's talk about uh, John Rocker and Julie. I thought John Rocker said something interesting in his interview with Dalton Ross because Dalton Ross was sort of like, all right, Rocker, how are you going to do in this game? And John Rocker said, basically, you know, being a major league baseball player, you don't get to pick the other players that are on the team. Mm -hmm. You sort of just get sent uh, out into a group and then here are the other players on his team. Now, John Rocker did okay with this at times, I guess. He made friends. Uh, he at one time called an uh, African-American uh, teammate a fat monkey, uh, which, was, which was not good. Yeah. And so uh, he seems to, uh, while he seems to understand the concept of making friends with strangers. Right. He doesn't do it very well. 
Yes. Yes. So he, he, he will have some challenges. That being said, he, uh, will surely be a physical asset to his tribe. Absolutely. And I'm not sure if a tribe would get rid of him early on. Well, he's, I think he's also used to a certain lifestyle as well. Again, will I, th- he be, I, well, I think you are overstating the network. He's better of off Mr. than John most Rocker. of America. Correct? Okay, well, the, okay, uh, compared to the average American. But okay. I don't think that, again, you should, you should read the article about John Rocker raffling off uh, the chance <laughs> to go out drinking with him for $5. Maybe he just likes to drink. That's, uh, that's entirely possible. He said he wants to bring vodka with him to yes. the island. Yes. But, I, I, again, I do not think that we are talking about, uh, you know, John Rocker has, is going to be on the Forbes 500 anytime soon. Okay. Okay. So I'm not sure. I'm not so sure about that. Okay. He's uh, not exactly a, uh, you know, a Frankie Grande. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Julie, though. But I, I think she's a very interesting player this season. And I actually feel like uh, she's somebody who's going to be very good at the game. You do. I do feel like okay. that. I'd like, I'd like to hear this. I feel like she, look, she seems very, uh, I think she seems intelligent. Mm-hmm. Which, based on if I when I heard about her that oh John Rocker's girlfriend is right. going to be on the show, uh, and I just saw a picture of her, I was not expecting much from her uh, in the intelligence department. But she seems pretty sharp, and she was one of the few people that said they would vote out their loved one. And I think that Julie is going to take this opportunity very seriously. I think she would vote out John Rocker. I think she seems very cutthroat. I think she seems very sharp. And uh, she's one of the survivors I, I like very much in this game. The question will be, will she be able to overcome the stigma of being John Rocker's loved one? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. That is a good question. All right, let's take some of your questions here. Uh, this is from William Clark. Would you find John Rocker to be like a Brad Culpepper? I think that's a good question. Um, <laughs> My headphones fell off. Okay, so uh, I think that John Rocker is not going to be like a Brad Culpepper. Because I, uh, I think that Brad Culpepper, uh, at the end of the day, Brad Culpepper is somebody who I think is more of a grown-up than John Rocker is. I think that Brad Culpepper is more of a leader than John Rocker uh-huh. is. I think John Rocker kind of uh, marches, plays his own game. Plays his own game, and I think that he's not going to want to be uh, told what to do. I think Brad Culpepper is kind of more of a, a take charge kind of guy. So I don't think that they're going to be uh, very similar. If I f- could compare John Rocker to any previous Survivor player, I think it would be. I'd go with Shannon Elkins. I could see that. I could. See, I, I think. But that, we love Shannon. Shannon turned out to be, he did have his moments uh, after the show. Where, where has Shannon been? Uh, he's off the circuit. Should we be worried? Uh, no, no, I think he's fine. And, but I do think that they probably will be uh, similar players in the game. That's, that would be my assessment of uh, which former survivor is John Rocker most like. Again, I think Julie is going to be there the interesting parts. one to watch for many reasons. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Keith Dixon is Julie related to Alyssa from Big Brother 15? Hold on. Hold on a they second. They look similar. Is she related to Alyssa? For, is that the twist? Does Rachel Riley have another sister? No, this is Julie McGee, not Riley. So no, I do not believe that she is a sister of Alyssa and Rachel. Sorry. Okay. 
This is from uh, Ismail. Wants to know uh, Kim Spradlin, bridal store owner, Julie, tanning salon owner. Will Julie have some of the skills slash experience that propelled Kim to win and make her go far, or is she doomed for being associated with Rocker? I don't believe her association with John Rocker will haunt her in the game. In Survivor Blood versus Water, uh, Colton was not liked by many of the players that played the game. Right. Okay? And once uh, Colton was out of the game, People did not penalize Caleb for that association. They didn't penalize him from the beginning. No. So if John Rocker is an early boot in the game, I don't think people didn't like Brad Culpepper in the game also. I don't think that Monica Culpepper carried any of that baggage with her. Sure, she heard about it. I'm sure she heard about it. But if John Rocker is a pre-merge boot, I don't think people will be coming after Julie unless she goes after those people. I mean, she could have a mean temper also Mm. where it's like, hey, you said this about John Rocker, but the fact that she wants to vote out John Rocker speaks to that. She knows. She knows the deal. I think she knows. She knows the deal. I think she knows. She knows what she's working with. I think so. (laughs) I think that you don't uh, be John Rocker's girlfriend and not know what's going on. She sees the t-shirt. She knows what time it is. Yeah. She, she sees a she guy. She not wear the t-shirt. Walking she, around. She has a dinner drawer. With a speak English t-shirt. <laughs> raffling off the chance to go out drinking with him at Cooperstown. Tweeting about that people should fart in public more. I think she knows what's up. There's nothing more disgusting than fart jokes. Yeah. And poop jokes. <laughs> You're not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. You're not a fan. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and take a couple more questions uh, from Daniel Hamilton. John Rocker really has a way with the fans. <laughs> Are we sure we don't want Survivor contestants tweeting this season? Could John Rocker be our Mr. Survivor? No. <laughs> Could you see John Rocker wearing the Mr. Survivor? I could see him crashing the Mr. Survivor pageant. Oh, creating T-shirts against Mr. Survivor. That say what? Speak English, Mr. Survivor. <laughs> yes. Look, I will speak llama, okay, John Rocker? <laughs> I don't need to speak English. Speak English versus speak llama, speak Tony, speak versus llama John Rocker? Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Uh, it'll be a matchup of good versus evil. Okay, and uh, Matt Folk says, how much is CBS regretting the John Rocker cast with the parade of athletes causing problems the past couple of weeks? Um, fair question. Mm-hmm. Fair question. Uh, in fairness to John Rocker, He said offensive things. He hasn't physically hurt anybody. He did not do, uh, to my knowledge, I don't believe John Rocker uh, broke any laws or ever committed any violent crimes. So uh, again, I think uh, while hate speech is not good, still, yeah, sticks and stones will, will break your bones, but names will actually not hurt you. Physically. Physically. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So Here they hurt. Again, uh, names hurt, and then how much actually, and literally sticks uh, with the professional athletes we have to worry about. <laughs> uh, that, that is bad. That is bad. bad. So in fairness to John Rocker, you know, let's not put him, let's not put him on the... We're not saying he's all talk. 
<laughs> We're not saying that we John Rocker that. <laughs> uh, that the arrest record uh, supports this. That John Rocker is uh, his bark is worse than his bite. But we're not saying anything bad. Yes, we're not. That's not us. Yeah, that's not us. All right, <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's take uh, one more question. Uh, Jay Mackey says, uh, "Who do you think will be the biggest villain, John or Julie? She just looks evil. How she does dare. have that bad girl look. She does have." The and uh, I think that's something that she's gonna need to overcome because she looks like a bad girl. She she does look a little bit like uh would like you could cast her on a she could know, be on bad girls club. I, I don't know if I'd say bad girls club. No, she like she looks like one of the girls in bad girls club. She might not act like that. I'm just saying that that's how it's cast. I think you could cast her to be a bitchy character on any or the housewives. Yes. The housewives. Housewives. Sure. Sure. She does have uh, she does have that look Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see. I I don't know if that's going to necessarily hurt her in the game. I think she's very pretty. Yes. I I, I'm very interested to see how she does. And she's got a hot body. Yes. Would you be friends with Julie McGee? I don't really like tanning as much as I used to. As you can see, I'm very pale. But yes, she seems like she uh, likes to work out. Okay. All right, Nicole. Who will go further in the game? Once, twice, three. Julie. Julie. Yes, we're in agreement on that one. Uh, is John Rocker dateable? No. No. I agree. I think you're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> is Julie dateable? Yes. I think so, too. I, I, yeah, I think so. Can Julie win the game? No. No. Uh... I'm going to say the jury's out. Yeah. The jury's out. I got to see it. I got to see it. You know, I haven't been updating you guys on the uh, the tribes on the last the last couple of yeah, people. Yeah, I did a bad job Okay, there. sorry about that. So, uh, John Rocker and Julie. Okay, oh, we got to pick up the pace. Only a num- We're only on number four here. Okay, so uh, here, here are the people that are on the yellow team so far. I told you about Dale. Right. And then I told you that he would be joined by Alec. The older one. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's the younger one. Okay, so younger you, have, one. you have Dale, Kelly's okay. dad. Okay. And then you have Alec, the younger brother from okay. Drew and Alec. Also, Val will be with this group. This seems like a good team. Okay. And now here comes, good God, that's John Rocker's music. <laughs> Do you think any of them will recognize John Rocker thus far? Well, we said that Jeremy recognized John Rocker, and so Val will. So know. Val does know. Val knows John Rocker. Okay. Okay. So, so but does she know who he is? Like I, what? I he think Jeremy is going to ex- inform her. It, it will explain it to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Val, John Rocker, Dale, and Alec are on one side, and then on the other side we have. I told you about Drew and Kelly are together. We said showmance, maybe. Okay, uh, add Jeremy to that mix and now add Julie. So Julie, Kelly, Jeremy, and Drew. Okay. All right. So uh, there you go. Those are our uh, four. Who do you think Julie will align with? Out of that group? Kelly? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if uh, Kelly and Julie. She could Julie, be the odd, the odd woman out. She could be. Yeah. She could be. All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about our fifth group, our fifth pair, uh, which is, hey, it's Josh and Reed. And Josh, Nicole, I'm sorry, Reed, Nicole, is uh, he was a one of the performers in uh, Spider-Man, Turn Out the Dark. Is that what it's called? 
something like that. Yeah, the Spider-Man on Broadway. Yes, that's play. how I know it. Yes. And Josh and Reed, they are both uh, performers. The Broadway boys. Yes. Uh, they are dating. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are uh, big fans of uh, the Bible. Yes. They're the, they're the Christian boys. Yes. Christian dating guys. Okay. Yes. So, One of them comes from a long line of pastors. Whoa. Yes. I don't, I don't remember if it was Josh or Reed. All right. So, okay. This is Josh. Uh, Josh is the shorter blonde guy. Uh, they are big Survivor fans. Well, I think one was... I think uh, Reed is a Survivor fan. Right. We'll call that, uh, Reed and Josh are a bit of a Robin Nicole. <laughs> We'll put it that. We'll put it that. Oh, way. okay. Yes, yes. One became a Survivor fan by osmosis. By osmosis. Okay. So uh, here is Josh. Josh uh, is he likes to write songs, go to the gym. He plays Settlers of Catan. A lot of people are asking for that for reality game masters. Uh, he goes. Is that a the, video game? No, it's a. Uh, it's a game that you would hate. What is it? It is like role playing, or not role playing, but it's like a strategy game that lasts many, many hours. Similar like a to board risk. game, sort of similar thing? to Risk. Okay. Yes. So think of all the things that you hate of having a long attention span, playing a game for many, many hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah, you would not like it. Uh, he likes to go to the movies and going to the dog park with the dog. He is confident, energetic, and compassionate. Three things on the island: Bible. Uh, piano and iPod and the survivor he's most like here's one of my pet peeves there hasn't been anyone like me I'm gonna pave my own way no no there's been 450 people but none of them are like Josh so okay but he wasn't the fan right now let's talk about Reed Reed is the fan Yes. Uh, Reed is... I bet he has someone he's like. Okay. Reed uh, is... uh, Three words to describe him are perfectionist, outgoing, overachiever. He wants to bring his Bible, his pillow, and a mirror uh, because sometimes you have to look yourself in the eye and say, pull up and push through. You're not actually that hungry. I think this would work well for me as a Survivor castaway too. Uh, Survivor contestant... look at yourself. Yeah. Survivor contestant that he's most like. Hopefully, I will be unlike anyone thus far in a good way, but if I had to pick... Malcolm and Stephanie LaGrosa for their hyper-competitiveness and athleticism, Bob Crowley for his nerdy science knowledge and ingenuity, and Lisa Welchel for her faith. Okay. Okay? So... At least he could back it up. He could back it up. Yeah. Yes. It's one thing to say, I don't think there's been anybody quite like me, but here's some people that are... And here's why. Here's why. Here's some people that are like me. Here's some traits that I'm going to borrow, as opposed to, nope, nobody's like me. Or I'm like Parvati. Yeah. Um, Nicole, I feel like I like one of these guys more than the other. Can I guess? <laughs> you can guess, sure. I think you like Josh. You, you think I like Josh more than, more than Reed? Because he likes those games. Uh, I like Reed more than Josh. Oh. I like, I, I like Reed, and uh, I get a little bit of a Frankie Grande vibe from Josh. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, Josh. I know, I'm sorry. I get a little bit of a, a little bit of a Frankie Grande. Vibe. I was gonna say Reed, but I after I heard Josh likes those games, I, I that's what I went with. We'll see. A lot of times I'm wrong on these on these impressions, yeah. but so far uh, I'm more of a Reed guy than a Josh guy. Yeah. Okay. Do you think they're insulted by being compared to us? But who's be, being compared to us? Josh and Reed. Why are they compared to because, us? Because. Um, 
Josh was introduced. Oh, because, yes. yes. No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think that that uh, is going to bum them out. Yeah, it shouldn't. I don't think it, I don't it think should. it should. Um, so uh, Josh and, and Reed um, read one, one minor thing that I, I didn't uh, love about these guys in their interview with Dalton Ross. Uh, they talked about how um, that they're like one that I forget which one they said that one of them is going to be like is going to be like Malcolm. I think it might have been like I think it was Josh said, oh, uh, he's going to be like Malcolm, but not get fat the second time. Was Malcolm fat the second time he played Survivor? I don't think Malcolm had time. They to were get both fat. laughing about how, oh, they're not going to play like Malcolm who got fat in his oh. second time back on Survivor. You can't really talk bad about making Malcolm. fat jokes about Malcolm of all people. Our Mr. Survivor? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I mean, really? I, it, how, he, did he have time to even get that between seasons? Didn't he go back to back? Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't get, I, I don't get where these guys are, are saying that Malcolm was fat. We don't make weight jokes. I, 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 maybe did they get Malcolm confused with somebody else from that season? I don't know. Malcolm, I mean, I don't know if Malcolm's ever been fat. No, I don't, not that I can... Except we think maybe when he was young, and that's why he has a good personality. That's why he's a very probably he's a very handsome guy. But he has and a he's very, really nice. He has a, yeah, he's, he's very so nice, nice, and he has a very good personality. Even so when he came to our house, he was so nice. That's one of our working theories that Malcolm was a was a who, fat who kid. Who came up with this, this theory? I, I feel he like was it was Steven? no Parvati. Parvati and I we've talked about this. Was on this the podcast. behind closed doors? No, it was on the podcast. Okay. It was on the podcast. Maybe Malcolm was uh, like a, a heavy set. Young young kid, and then grew out of it, and sort still of, kept his sort of like a, a she's all that, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I'm not sure. Oh, that makes me like Malcolm even more. <laughs> yeah, you should. It should be impossible to like Malcolm anymore. So uh, yeah, take it easy, guys, with your fat jokes about Malcolm. Yeah, take take it easy with any jokes with Malcolm. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's take some of your questions. Uh, Jay Mackey says uh, these guys tweeted at Jeff Probst that they should be on the show, and poof, sure, uh, there was more than that though. So everybody tweet to Jeff. Uh, hey, if you want to be on Survivor, maybe tweeting to Jeff isn't the worst idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have an I don't have an well, issue. Well, you guys with it. tweeted to Jeff to come on this show, and then that happened. It happened. Hey, and Jeff Probst, if you want to tweet about Survivor this fall, you got me, you got Steven, you got Tony, and that's it. Eliza. <laughs> but that's it. You're not gonna be here. And maybe if you're lucky. Survivor Shannon. Maybe a Survivor Shannon comes back. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Uh, so Chad Shepard says, gotta assume that Spider-Man can climb trees better than Wu uh, or Eric Reichenbach or even Ozzy. So I believe Reed by trade is an aerialist. So I think that Reed is going to... Both Ooh, of these I hope guys, they show his skills on the show. Yeah, both of these guys are going to be... I, I'm not sure if Chad is making a joke that he played Spider-Man and so he should be able to climb trees because he was Spider-Man in the play. Chad is very funny. He is funny. Um, that being said, uh, I think that you know Reed will have tremendous athleticism. Both of these guys seem like they're uh, pretty, good shape. pretty strong and in good shape. So I don't think that uh, that, will be, that will be an issue. Uh, this just in, uh, Alex G in the chat room says, uh, I think Malcolm posted a high school photo of himself and he was a lot fatter than he was. Okay. So they, it's a, it's a sociology experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's go ahead. So if, if you, if you're a young guy and you want to be Mr. Survivor, don't be afraid to put on a few pounds. 
And be nice. And be nice. And then and then learn how to like get people to like you for your personality. And then lose the weight and still be nice. Yes. And ride a motorcycle. Whoa. Running through this world. <laughs> okay, uh, this is from uh, from Josh, uh, or I'm sorry, from Ismail, who says uh, Josh is a Bible mogul. Okay, gets a call back to uh, being like Frankie Grande. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it might be partially because uh, Josh was the one who broke out into song in one of the interviews. Yeah, it was a very, that was a very Frankie Grande. Josh, please stop singing. <laughs> Josh, please shut the f up. Yes. Okay, also, uh, Lisa Solemn says, I love at Nicole Loves Shoes so much. I'm in total agreement with her so far. Oh, I love Lisa Danger. Is that what it is, Lisa Danger? Lisa Solemn. She was also very excited that the person, I'm not going to spoil the quest, but the person who won the quest was the one true hero. Nicole was a huge quest fan, by the way. Nicole watched every episode of the quest twice this summer. Three times. And And she has a season pass to Utopia. That's right. It's true. What was your favorite part on the quest? You know, the part that everybody likes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's go to... Uh, oh, this is still uh, Lisa. Okay. Nicole, let's do our pick. Who do you think... Is I, have going- to, I have to seriously think about this for All a right, second. Let's see if we have... If, do, we have one, do we have one more? Okay, I got my answer. Okay. All right. So, Nicole, who do you think is going to go further in the game of Survivor? Will it be Josh or Reed? Once, twice, three, shoot. Read. Oh, no, read. I meant read. No, 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 no. no. He said Josh. He said Josh. He said Josh. That did look. I'm not trying to steal. Nope. He said Josh. You know what? It's hard because we're doing a Google Hangout. And it's the hard. You're the host of the show. The you can't on the screw screen, up. But it's the, the words are backwards. I, if I could get it right, you could get it but right. you can't read. <laughs> I did pick read. Yeah. <laughs> I meant Reed. Everybody knows I meant Reed. Nope, he said Josh. Well, chat room, what do you think? And you know, if Josh makes it further, he's going to be like, well, I said Josh. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, Scott St. Pierre is saying, I'm, get- I'm getting more quiet. That's because I'm losing, I'm losing my voice as the show is continuing to go along. I'm going to raise my volume uh, a little bit to try to compensate for that. All right. So what do you think, chat room? I said, I said Reed. Should that count? <laughs> Just that not. All right. Well, we'll let the we'll let the history books decide. We got to move on. Okay. Uh, and so let's go. It's hot in here. By the way, it's because uh, the podcasting is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Josh and Reed. Let me tell you where they're going to go. Josh has the pleasure of going to the Yellow Tribe, where he will be with Val, Dale, uh, Alec. And Mr. John Rocker. Seems like the other tribe is going to be more fun. The other tribe will consist of Reed, joined by Jeremy. Uh, He'll be there with Kelly and Drew. And uh, Julie. Julie. Okay. That seems like a fun tribe. Seems like it could be fun. Seems like it could be fun. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on to uh, the next group. How do you think, by the way, John Rocker will deal with Josh being on his team? John Rocker, who famously said uh, he wouldn't never play in New York because he'd have to ride the seven train, the seven train with uh, a single mom. And uh, I believe uh, I believe a, a queer with AIDS uh, was one that of the things he said. Things so in, in addition to being gay, uh, Josh and Reed are also New Yorkers. 
which John Rocker does not care for. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they speak English. Yeah. So they do speak English. So that would be a good That's thing. A so we'll see how John Rocker uh, deals with all of that. So let's go to our sixth couple. And that is, oh, it's Jacqueline and John, another John. Boy, Rob versus John's is going to be stacked now. Yeah. Okay. So let's, t- let's talk about... Why uh, are the women so tan even before they go on the show? Because... They went the to women, Julie Salon? The women uh, went and got tan before the show started. Yes. Okay. So here's uh, John and Jacqueline. Uh, they are dating. So John... His claim to fame is that he won the Big Ten Championship at Michigan State University. His hobbies are working out, playing piano, and researching wine. Oh, how do you research what do you, wine? What is he researching? I guess you got to taste them all. Yeah. You're, you're quite the wine yeah. researcher. Okay. So uh, if he could have three things on the island, he would have a piano, uh, a wine. football, and wine to get drunk. Now, this, this guy Why, sounds like a, a party. It says wine to get drunk. Yes, wine to get drunk. Duh! Exclamation point. That's what it says. Okay. All right. Uh, Survivor contestant that you're most like, he says, Hayden, I feel my personality is a lot like his, and he's also an athlete that uses his head. Boy, this guy seems to know a lot about Big Brother. Mm -hmm. So he wants to be like Hayden. Yes. Big Big Brother fan. Maybe maybe Hayden is his favorite Big Brother winner. Probably. We'll see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see about that. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Jacqueline and Jacqueline. She won the title of Miss Michigan USA. You know what that means, Nicole? She's from Michigan. Pa- pageant Patty. Mm-hmm. First pageant she ever competed in, and she used the platform. Uh, now she has an illness. Do you know anything about this, Nicole? She, she has, has a syndrome. M R K H. Uh, she's born without a uterus. And uh, one in approximately 4,500 women have this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she is spontaneous, loyal, and versatile. Uh, she would bring her cell phone for photos. So I'm not sure why she wouldn't bring a camera for photos. Maybe she just wants some apps to adjust is it, and crop. Now, if she's bringing a cell phone for photos, that's because she wants to take a lot of selfies. Obviously. She is wants she, Instagram. She wants Instagram. She'd bring the Bible. So another Bible person. Why did you just have like the, the Bible app? Oh, if she's bringing her phone mm. and then also a stuffed animal uh, to sleep with. Okay. Okay. So uh, those are the three things she wants to. Uh, and who is she like? Survivor contestant. She's most like Jeffra. This is not a good sign. What? This is not a good sign. No. Yeah. No. 450 survivors. We're going to go with Jeffra. Jeffra's very nice. Nothing. Nothing. Very against sweet. Jeffra. Yeah. Very pretty. Nothing against Jeffra, but speaks to a couple things. One. Uh, that it sounds like Jacqueline has watched exactly one, one season, season of Survivor. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, if, if you're going to say you're like Jeffra, just go with Natalie White. At least, yeah, she's a, at least yeah. she was a winner. At least she won. At least she was a winner. Yeah. I don't know what you say is uh, play like Jeffra. Well, Jeffra, I think was, she was a pageant girl, too. Okay. Well. I'm trying to help Jacqueline. Okay. Out. Help her out. Help her out. Okay. So, uh, Let's talk about John and Jacqueline. Now, Nicole, do you know why John and Jacqueline want to win Survivor so badly? For money. Yes. Yes. And what are they going to do with that money? I don't know. Yeah, well, they want a surrogate. It's expensive. It is expensive. John says it's like $200,000. Is it that much? I guess so. Yeah. That's expensive. That's expensive. 
That's before you even have a kid. And that's expensive. Wait till you have the kid. It's even yeah. more expensive. <laughs> that's even more than 200 Think about what you're doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so that can be that can be costly. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about them individually. I just uh, had a Corinne moment in my head. Yes. And I was thinking of what Corinne would say. Well, we'll, we'll find out on Thursday <laughs> and what Corinne will say. It was an awkward pause for me because okay. I didn't want to say it. All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, John and Jacqueline. John was worried about his athletic prowess before he came here, and then he got to the island and saw that there were a, a bunch of dudes that were bigger than him. And then so, he felt bad about himself? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and then um, we'll see. Jeff Probst in his uh, cast assessment also, uh, he thought that Jacqueline was in trouble. Yeah. Jeff Probst did, was not high on Jacqueline in his preview. Mm-hmm. He thinks that uh, he doesn't know if she's going to make it. So we'll see. Yeah, Jeff, he, wasn't, he wasn't a fan of Jacqueline. Now, also last season, Jeff said Spencer had zero chance to win the game. Also, take, But he did write Spencer a note. Yes. Apologizing. Yes. So take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And uh, this was interesting also about John and Jacqueline. Um, in their bio, did you catch this, Nicole? Uh, they said, well... Jacqueline said, well, I'm not going to be mad if he has to snuggle with another girl. Uh, to sure, keep sure. And she said, well, I'm going to, and I might have to snuggle with a guy uh-huh. also. So I don't know. Is that the rules of Survivor? Is that Blood the first water? I'm not sure. If you're on the other tribe, you know, we know the rule of Survivor is when you are in a different country than your significant other, then whatever, whatever goes, goes. Uh, but I didn't know if you're on the same, if you're in the same island with the other, but they're on another tribe. Is is that is that an, another different it's thing? It's kind of equivalent to zip codes, different tribes. Yes, um, and uh, if for those of you guys following the Big Brother 16, uh, maybe that's what Christine is going to say when she gets out of the house. That that Big Brother <laughs> house is very cold. Yeah, and Cody was it was just keeping her warm. A lot of Big Brother references with Jacqueline and John. It is Big Brother season. Yes. Okay, so Nicole, um, let's take some questions uh, from you guys. And this is from Jeremiah Yap says, uh, I'm getting the recruit vibe from both uh, Jacqueline and John. I don't know. I suspect that John might have uh, been more He's the applicant and Jacqueline is coming with him. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. fun, that, that might be a fun game to play uh, with these people. I'll, I'll tell you the person. You tell me uh, if, uh, who was the applicant and who was the person they said, hey, do you know anybody else? Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a loved one? Let's just go through the people that we talked about already. Uh, Dale and Kelly. Dale is the applicant. Kelly is the other person. I think you're right. Yeah. Drew and Alec. I, I don't really know the difference. We don't know the, the difference. <laughs> we don't know the difference. I think they were one of them was recruited and they said, hey, do you know somebody else? And um, I think it was probably the little brother and the little brother said, well, I have to pick my big brother. Yeah. Jeremy and Val. Jeremy was the... I think Jeremy, yeah. Yes. Um, and Alex Wilpon said that Jeremy had been applying for 10 years. 10 years, yes. right. Uh, John Rocker and Julie. I think that John Rocker was approached. He was, and then yeah, he has yeah. A, he has a girlfriend. Uh, Josh and Reed. We, well, we have, we'd have to go on Twitter to see, uh, but it sounds like that Reed, Reed tweeted was, yeah. to Jeff Probst. And then uh, that's how he they He was got. the fan. But they... It, no, no, they both applied. Oh, I am not sure if I'm buying that. Uh, well, 
according to one, yeah. one of them, they said that in one they of the stories, applied. they both applied and they both got on the show. And then, what are the chances <laughs> of that? Uh, not great. Yeah, not great. So yeah. I'm not I, I'm not sure if that one is passing the smell test. Yeah, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and so, uh, and then we think John is the person who applied. The applicant is yes. what we call it in the biz. App- the applicant. I didn't know you were in the biz. Uh, <laughs> Ismael wants to say, John and Jacqueline, obviously not Survivor fans that only watched Blood vs. Water and Kageon after being recruited. Well, I'm not sure if we know that. Mm. I'm not sure if it's we... It's possible. It's, it's possible. Um, did say Hayden. Well, I guess Hayden and, and Jeffro were the only two contestants that were named. Hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, let's go to Laurel who says Jacqueline and John are lucky to have each other. They will both be entirely undateable. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Oh, uh, you know, we didn't talk about for jo- for Josh and Reed, uh, if they were going to be dateable, Josh, is he dateable? Undateable. Undateable. Reed? Dateable. Dateable. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Well, again, I think I feel like with most of these pairs, somebody's going before the merge. I think this is the season also that's hard to figure because there are not people while I find I'm finding myself hard to find people that I'm like, I feel great about this person. This person is your winner. This person's going to the end. It's also hard to find people that are, oh, they're out early boot, early boot. It's like everybody is sort of like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, but someone's got to go early and someone's got to win. So I feel like it's a, it's going to be a tough season to predict because there's not a lot of people that we can pinpoint early boot, early boot, early boot. Uh, And I think other than John Rocker and John Rocker could be okay. He's going to dominate in the challenges. He's, he's a gonna big be, dude. Yeah, he's going to be. Or he could just suck. I think he'll be good in the challenges. <laughs> I, I think that if there's one thing we know, John Rocker will be good in the challenges. So uh, this is a hard season. But is to he predict. too big? He is big, but I think that you need that early on. Is he a good swimmer? I don't know. I've never seen John he Rocker swim. Seems like he would swim. sink. I'm not sure. I'd have to. I'd have to. We'll have to see when the show starts. But that being said, this is the hardest season of Survivor that we've ever had to predict. Yeah. Because it's also we don't know a lot about individual strategies because all the interviews are are two people or at a time. Two people, yeah. So it's really this is the most challenging. It's hard to, to get predict. a good read. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick Sabata says I get the vibe from Dalton Ross interview that John and Jacqueline feel like they're better than other people. Bad sign for them. Uh, that's a bit of hearsay. I mean, just because. Uh, just because you got that vibe doesn't mean necessarily. And I, I can't read too much uh, into that. Uh, let's take one from Laurel. Jacqueline and John are lucky to have each other. Uh, we got we, we, yeah, we that, read one. that one. Um, so Nicole, uh, let's see if we have one more John and Jacqueline. No, um, Nicole, let's do our once, twice, three shoot. I have to think about this. Okay. You got to think about okay, this. I'm done thinking John and Jacqueline okay. who will go further in the game once, twice, three shoot John. John. Yes. We're in agreement. I like it better with the cards. I know, but you misplaced the cards last time. Remember Did I really? That? I think so. Now you're just making <laughs> stuff up. <laughs> I mean, that sounds right. That sounds right. Okay, so uh, that is John and Jacqueline. Uh, where I'm do sorry, you-, you wanted to save the cards. Yes. Okay, so uh, John and Jacqueline, let me tell you where they're going here when uh, we get our tribes together. And we have, oh, that was an accidental ding. Uh, that- Never an accident. Yes, sometimes it's 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 intentional. Okay, uh, <laughs> so Jeff, uh, I'm sorry. So the yellow tribe will be getting 
this is going to be Jacqueline. But she's wearing a yellow bikini. Yes, and that's easy. That's good to tell. Yeah. All right. So Jacqueline will be on the tribe with Alec, Val, uh, Dale, John Rocker. Uh, is there is there anybody else that we talked about? The not fun tribe. Okay, and then John mm-hmm. will be on the tribe with uh, Kelly. With the party people. Yeah. With Julie, mm-hmm. with Reed, with Jeremy and Drew. Okay. All right. So that's that's the fun tribe. That's the fun tribe. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's talk about our next couple here. Is this the last couple? No. Oh. This is only the seventh couple. There's still two more after okay. this. Wes and Keith. Team Weath. Okay. So let me tell you about Wes uh, and we Keith. We already had a Weath. No. We, that, this is, we have two Weaths this fall on CBS. Okay, so this is Wes and Keith, and to me, this is the uh, second coming of uh, Big Tom and Bucky Bo. I can see that. Okay, Nicole, you do a good Big Tom impression, right? <laughs> huh? No, I hear you do. Yeah. So uh, Wes and Keith. Uh, now, interestingly, they are both firefighters, like Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. So. So if there's a fire at the uh, the camp. Yes. The, you guys are in good hands. And so if Butch Lockley, if, <laughs> if they do undercover Butch this season, there you go. All right. So uh, Keith, he is the older guy. Keith is the dad. He does uh, hunting, fishing, and golfing. His uh, pet peeves are loafers. Do you think he means the shoes? No. Okay. Uh, three words to describe him. Easygoing, loving, and hardworking. All right. If he could have three things, it would be... 39 cigars for each day an easy chair and a truck nicole is that just me or is that 41 things that's a lot of things that's sounds like 41 things to me yeah. uh survivor contestant you most like rudy because he's older and wiser rudy would he you doesn't look that old would you play in survivor blood versus water uh no <laughs> no i don't think so yeah Yep. Okay, Rudy. You know, and uh, I hope I never do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rudy, would you would you hang out with uh, with 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 Keith? Uh, not if I can help it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Wes. Wes is the younger guy. Uh, they are from uh, Shreveport. Where's that? Uh, that's in Louisiana mm-hmm. and uh, Hans territory. Ooh. Hans territory. Uh, so. They are, uh, you know, father and son. They, he also likes hunting, fishing, and drinking beer. Uh, I hope he's on the party tribe. His pet peeves are people uh, when they have their windshield wipers on and it's not raining. How often does that Sometimes happen? it happens by accident. And uh, does that happen to you? <laughs> A lot. Okay. Uh, if he could bring three things. Uh, beer. Okay. Dip slash smokeless tobacco. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> and uh, number three, Mila Kunis. She's preggers. All right, Wes, at the end of the day, if anybody is bringing Mila Kunis to the island, it's going to be when Beast Mode Cowboy is going to be playing Survivor. That's my girlfriend. I'm marrying her. Back off, buddy. Yeah, keep it in your pants. All right, so Mila Kunis is so popular on CBS Reality TV. Oh, my God. She's about to give birth any day. All right. A survivor contestant that Wes is most like. He says, 
I'm like Ozzy and Russell Hans because I'll dominate the challenges and have girls under my wings, making them think that I will take them to the end. Oh my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm the greatest Ozzy of all time. So Is he going to be like the hornball of the season. I think so. Yeah. I think that might come with the territory. With the hands territory? <laughs> I think so. All right. So Wes and Keith, Nicole, let's let's talk a little bit about these guys. Uh, father and son. Yes. And uh, they're competitive. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you think of Keith? First off, who do you think was the applicant and who was the uh, tag along? Who was the plus one? I think maybe Keith was the applicant. Keith is the applicant. Uh, yeah. Well, he knows about Rudy. Yeah. The son knows about Russell Hans, though. And Ozzy. But those are, everybody knows about them. Everybody knows about Ozzy? I think so. I don't know about that. They're not from Venice. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, um, but it seems like these guys have some sort of a working knowledge yeah. of Survivor. Uh, you know, they knew about some uh, survivors that weren't necessarily from the last couple seasons. So, uh, let's talk about Wes and uh, tell me what you think about Wes as a Survivor player. I think that he's going to be thinking with the wrong head. Okay. Um, you think Wes is going to be attracted to the ladies. Let me tell yes. you which tribe Wes uh, will be on. You tell me if that's going to be an influence on him. Uh, Wes is going to be on the what we're calling the not fun tribe. Yeah, the boring tribe. Okay. Uh, but he's going to be there with Baylor, who we haven't talked about. Okay. Uh, also with Nadia, who we haven't talked about. <laughs> okay. So not a, not a lot of uh, people that are single and ready to mingle. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline will be there. Okay. Well, there's something to cuddle. She, she's uh, down and, to cuddle. And Val. She's DTC. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, that's, that's Wes. I'm not, I'm not sure how much stock I'm putting in the West and uh, team. We, yeah. uh, if, if you had to put stock in one team, we this season on, on CBS, is it Wes and Keith or is it Whitney and Keith? I'm going for the amazing race on the amazing race. Yeah. I think I'd go with a uh, team, the amazing, the amazing racers. Amazing yeah. The, uh, amazing romantic racers of team Weath as opposed to father and son yeah. team Weath. Okay. Let's go ahead and, uh, jump into the questions from you guys. Vinnie Plunkett, three firefighters. Did CBS sorry from CBS get their cat stuck in a tree? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Um, and, uh, let's see. None of them are a, uh, a fireman, Tom. I don't see a fireman no. Tom in the bunch. No, I don't think so. Okay, let's go ahead and let's take uh, Jay Mack. He says, uh, hmm, may have just found my season crush. Can you guess which one I'm talking about? I guess it must be Wes. I'm going with Keith. Keith. <laughs> I don't know. It's either uh, Wes or Keith. And let's see. Uh, Keith Dixon, who has the better mustache, Keith or Ranger Rick? Uh, let's see. About the same, right? Keith's uh, sim- very similar mustache. About I need same. to see Keith's mustache in action this season. Uh, Laurel says, Keith is my pick for the winner. Uh. He's likable and athletic without appearing to be a threat. Uh, could be a little older for a winner. Uh, Keith is coming in at 53. That's still young. Still young, 53. I think 53 is probably a little bit survivor old, but it's young. It's a little survivor old. And I think it's outside of the The winner zone, the winner zone. I really feel like the, you know, um, 
if I had to put like the sweet spot for Survivor winners, and again, I could be way off on the numbers on this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody for Survivor winners. Give me somebody in between like 32 to 42. I feel like I was going to say 30 to 40. Yeah, I feel like that's a good sort of uh, sort of window. Mm-hmm. And then if you could be like right in the middle of that, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, that's La- that's Laurel's pick. Nicole, who do you think is going to be uh, in the further? Who's going to go further in the game? Is it going to be Wes or is it going to be Keith? Okay. Once, twice, three, shoot. Wes. Oh, okay. I'm going Keith. Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Not holding a lot of stock in Wes. He's, we'll, he's too horny. We'll see. Um, Keith and Dale are split up. So each tribe has one old guy. Well, they got to split up the old dudes. They got to split up the old dudes. Uh, could the old dudes see? I actually think that Wes will do well with Dale. I think that because he's used to Keith. Yes. I think that Wes will hook up with Dale. Easy. Nicole. Keep your mind out of the gutter. Uh, I think that uh, Wes and Dale will work together because it's like, hey, you're you're all you're like my dad. My dad's on the other tribe. But isn't Rocker on that tribe too? Yes. Do you think maybe Wes and Rocker? Um, I, I think that Rocker is going to be with a couple of guys who may not be so put off by him. Uh, in Wes is seems like a country kid. Yeah, uh, I could see him like, oh man, John Rocker's on my team, and then also Can I have a shirt. Yeah. Um, Dale, you know, is a, is a, not a city guy, right? Uh, he may like the John rocker. So John rocker may well be in good company early on in the game. And I wonder if maybe some of the, the country guys could be picking on the Josh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Josh is going to fit in great with those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he could be in trouble. Could be in trouble. So the, the men in that group, you have Josh. Okay. Alec and you have John, John Rocker. Mm-hmm. You have uh Dale and Val. I'm sorry. That uh I'm sorry. Josh is Josh, Alec, Wes, John Rocker and Dale. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I feel like out of those out of those five guys, I wonder if uh the you know, uh if Josh will be the one of those five guys that does not get along with the other group. It seems like uh you know, one of these things don't belong. Josh could be an early boot. Yeah, that's possible. Now, uh, we'll see how he bonds with the other people in the group. That's going to ultimately determine it, but I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's go to our eighth couple, Nicole. And it is, oh, look, it's Baylor and Missy. Baylor and Missy. All right, Nicole, what is your take about uh, Baylor and Missy? Mom and daughter. Mom and cheerleaders. daughter. Yes. An interesting group of women. Okay, what 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 about them is interesting to you? They look like sisters. No, they are. Oh, Nicole, you're so complimentary to <laughs> Missy. Missy yes. is the mom. Yes, Missy the mom. Okay, mm-hmm. they're cheerleading uh, mom and daughter, and uh, they have uh, a lot of uh, hair issues apparently. Oh yeah. Uh, that Missy gets chin hair, and Baylor gets stomach hair. Well, this is a problem when you go on Survivor. That's the thing. That's the thing. All right. So let's talk about Missy. She's the cheerleading mom. Cheerleading mom. She's from uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, She is is a person who likes water skiing, singing, and video editing. Interesting. 
her pet peeves are people who conform to a standard without knowing the facts. People who play the victim, snoring, poor hygiene, bad teeth, infidelity. Oh boy. Uh, valet parking in the Highland Park Village. Well, that seems very specific. Yeah. That seems very specific. Uh, I had been wondering where is... There's like a lot of dislikes. Uh, where, where is Baylor's dad? Uh, what is Missy's marital status? Is she, I don't know. There's some infidelity uh, dislikes. Yeah, she does not like the infidelity. So I'm yeah. wondering, is Missy single and ready to mingle this season? She looks like she's ready to mingle. Is she ready to mingle? I don't know. Uh, let's talk about Baylor, who uh, I actually really like. Uh, Baylor, she is, uh, her hobbies are songwriting, mm-hmm. snow skiing, and yoga. She is entertaining, determined, and passionate. And uh, she wants to go on Survivor to compete with herself, first and foremost, to be an all-around better her. She does not describe herself at like any survivor. They, she doesn't even answer that question. And uh, neither so does... has she not seen it? Neither does mom. Mm-hmm. So... Are they recruits? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if they were people that like... You know, they may have also... Some of these people might have been... They might have uh, wanted to be on The Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, well... That's true. We want you for Survivor. I mean, I would not be surprised if that happened with, with any of these pairs where yeah. they applied to be on The Amazing Race and Survivor's... They said, no, we're taking... Whitney and Keith. Yes. So you got to go on Survivor. Yes. And actually, that's what happened with uh, Nadia and Natalie. They applied to be on Amazing Race and they put them, they put them on Survivor. Sure. Yeah. And that's how, that, that's how that happened. They didn't even apply to be on Survivor. They applied to be on Amazing Race. Oh, really? Yeah. And, that's, and they ended up on Survivor. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So Baylor and Missy, Nicole, uh, tell me about what you think about a uh, cheerleading mom and, and daughter as far as uh, do you think they have any game? I do. Can you make a cheer for them? Uh, I, well, you know, I was only a cheerleader for one year. Yeah. Yeah. Then I quit. Okay. So you don't have a cheer for them. Uh, let me tell you the vibe. Do you have a cheer for them? No. Let me hear your cheer. I'm not a cheerleader. And, and I never. I know, but you always wanted to be. No, I never wanted to be. <laughs> and I don't even, I, I don't even uh, care for any cheers. <laughs> That's right. And uh, I, I didn't liked, know you were so anti I like I like the TV show cheers. Uh-huh. And I like uh, cheerleader uniforms. But that's it. The actual cheers, I've never, I don't, I don't pay much attention. So you. Just as long as they're not talking and wearing their uniform that's, and drinking a beer at the bar. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I got a, um, a, uh, let me, hold on. Uh, grab my, my notes for them. Oh yeah. I get a, uh, Tammy Taylor and Julie Taylor, uh, vibe from them. Who's that? Uh, do you know Connie Britton? Yes. Yes. That Friday night lights. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's, that's, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I feel like that's, uh, that's sort of what they're doing. Um, let me give you the tribes for, uh, for this group. Baylor is going to go to the party tribe. No, she's on the not fun tribe. Oh. Younger Baylor. So this is an opening for Wes. For Wes. Baylor and Wes. That could be a thing. Uh, we will call them Whaler. <laughs> what do you think? Or best might be appropriate. What do you like? Whaler or best? Whaler. Okay. And then meanwhile, Missy, uh, is going to go to the tribe that has Drew, Jeremy, Reed, Julie, John, not Rocker, uh, Keith, Missy, and Callie. Yeah. That's an interesting Hope group. Hope she likes to party. 
Yeah, it's a party group. All right, so let's take some questions from you guys. Uh, and here we go. Uh, this is... Oh, I think we're, we might be uh, frozen on, uh, on that one. Or, I, or maybe we haven't gotten any questions from you guys uh, for about Missy and Baylor yet. But I actually... I did like Baylor. I mean, Baylor is only 20 years old. And I think that's going to be a problem to overcome. And I could easily see the tribe saying, let's just get rid of her first. I don't think Jeff was much impressed with her. Did you find that Jeff to be impressed with uh, either of them? Um, was he impressed with Missy? You know, I don't recall uh, what Jeff's feelings were on them. Yeah, uh, that, I don't have my, my notes or... Yeah, that being said, um, I do feel like uh, Missy seems like uh, she's going to be good too, but I just, I really liked Baylor. Yeah. I don't know why do you like her so much. Uh, she just seems like she has like a little bit of a spunk to her, mm, she and she didn't spunky. seem like a like a dumb idiot, like twenty year old. Yeah, um, she seemed like she's you know she's young, but I also felt like I thought she was uh, somewhat intelligent. Okay, so I kind of liked uh, I liked Baylor a little bit, but I didn't dislike Missy. Yeah, Missy Meaner. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, this is from Jay, who says, "Do you think Missy will try and win the duels, or will she try and bail her, her daughter out?" <laughs> so we did there. Okay, um, Nicole on Survivor Blood versus Water. Once there was a mother and daughter, and the mom got voted out by the daughter. Right? Could we see a repeat? Could Baylor vote out Missy? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I think it's very easy for a daughter to vote out their mother. Harder for the mom. It's, to The mother will never. If you played on Survivor Blood versus Water with Dominic, would you vote him out? Yes. You would? No. No, I would never vote him no, out. No, you couldn't. You I couldn't. would never. I would. Uh, you would, yes. I would. Yes, you would. Would you vote me out? I wouldn't vote you out. You wouldn't? No. For serious? It's, no, because it's your game. It's not mine. I would say... And I would bring it up every day. <laughs> I would never, I would never. I can't imagine you throwing something in my face. I would never let you forget uh-huh. it. I would never, I would never let you forget mm-hmm. it. Right. And I would never let you down when I'd say, well, I'd let you win. Oh, <laughs> dear, well, you, look, you're not going to complain when I win. Uh, Vinnie Plunkett says, which name is more. B- d- b- which <laughs> well, get it together. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's late. I'm losing my voice. Uh, which name is more bizarre, Baylor or San Juan del Sur? Wait, you like Baylor for a girl? Would I name my daughter Baylor? Maybe not, but it's pretty. Yeah. It's like Taylor, but with a B. Taylor with a B. Taylor with a B. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unique. Mm-hmm. Might be a Texas name. Yeah. I mean, the mom's maybe name it was is, a typo. Is that what it was? It, it was happens, a, that happens a lot on birth No, stop it. <laughs> no, it does. At the hospital, it does. Stop it. Uh, okay. This is from uh, Georgia Griffin. Which past survivors did Missy and Baylor say they're like? They didn't say they were they're like, not any like past anybody. Survivors. Yes. They're, they're, they should have even said we're like Laura and Sierra. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't even say that. Because they didn't know. They didn't know. I don't think they know any former survivors. Yeah. That hurts them. Yeah. That hurts them. At least in the rap community. Okay. Because uh, they didn't say that they were like any former yeah. survivors. I'm not sure uh, who they would even say they're like. Who are they like, Nicole? Who's Missy like? I think that was a good comparison, uh, Laura and Sierra. That's it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Nicole, who's... And obviously, the- they're like Parvati. And they're like Parvati. All right. So, who are Baylor and Missy? Uh, who's going to go further, Baylor or Missy? Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Once, twice, three, shoot, Baylor. Missy. Ooh. Oh, did I throw you <laughs> off? You thought I was going to say oh, Baylor. Yeah. You thought I was going to say Baylor. I said Missy. I think Baylor is a candidate for first out. 
No. I think she's a candidate. No. She's when they if if tell me Nicole if this if this tribe loses the first challenge, who are they kicking off? You got uh, we're gonna have Nadia, Josh, Alec, Val, Wes, John, Jacqueline, Dale, and Baylor. Nadia. <laughs> Nadia. No, you don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. Uh, it's possible that, uh, not, but it's not because of their, they've been they've been out first before. That is true. Okay. Um, this is from. Uh, let's go. Actually, let me. Uh, Take one more from Twitter from Daniel Hamilton. If CBS could make Lil wear a Scoutmaster uniform, couldn't they put Baylor or Missy in a cheerleader That's outfit? True. Uh, Nicole, I, I think they'd get viewership from that. You know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Uh, let's go ahead. Yep, and, and he would need to change his pants. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because you love cheerleading outfits. I'm not even. I'm not even going to acknowledge <laughs> that with a response. Uh, Daniel Hamilton, if C. Okay, that's yeah, that's the question. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, let's take our last couple, and it is Nadia and Natalie. Twinny, come on, let's go, Twinny. They're even wearing the same shirt. Yeah, but it's opposite. Yeah, because they're it's, different. It's different colors. It's different colors. I could not tell you anything different about Natalie or Nadia. Which I one's could, which? Okay. Uh, what I could tell you, and this is what I'm going with, Natalie is the one with the highlights. Okay. Okay. It's actually not highlights. That's ombre. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's ombre. <laughs> my, my, my mistake. Okay. So Natalie is the one with ombre. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. Yes. That's what that means. That's Spanish. Mm. Okay. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about Natalie and then maybe we could differentiate who will do better because I could not tell you anything about now that we can separate them. I could not tell you which one has a better skill set than the other. Mm -hmm. I, to me, I feel like they're almost interchangeable, but I think that hopefully this season we learn a little bit more about because I from two seasons of the amazing race. I couldn't tell you anything like, oh, Natalie is the one that's this, and, and Nadia is the one that's this. Do you think they're going to be able to function by themselves? I think it's going to be interesting to see, because I am a big fan of the Twinnies. So Natalie is uh, crazy, strong, and confident. Uh, if she could have three things, she'd bring a razor, because being super hairy in a bikini is not cute. Uh, an iPhone, so I can tweet and Instagram, and barbell, so I could squat. Survivor contestant that you're most like Tony, but hopefully not as insane. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And this is Nadia. She is, um, <laughs> that her pet peeve is stupid girls that rely on boys. Uh, she's badass, crazy and carefree. If she could bring three things, she should bring barbells, a MacBook, and Ben and Jerry's half baked Froyo. Uh, and survivor contestant that you are most like, a mixture of Sarah and Cliff. So if there's one thing that we could take Cliff. away from this, Cliff Robinson, if there's one thing we could take away from this, that the only season of Survivor that the Twinnies <laughs> have ever seen is Survivor Kagiyan. Yeah. What are you talking about? You fool. You idiot. You Twinnie. Okay. So uh, they have not seen any other uh, seasons. It does not seem like. Okay. But let me tell you the pros and the cons of the twenties, uh, the pros are that they're very strong. 
They're very strong and they're very competitive. They're very competitive. And when you take them apart from each other, you take away the most irritating thing about them when they cheer for each other and say, Uh come on, Twinny, let's go, let's go, come on, you can do this, you can beat them. And so if they're not cheering for each other, then that takes a big thing or that drives the other people I bet they will cheer for themselves as the other twin. No, but what they will do is that that each tribe will get their own twinny to cheer for their tribe. So like, come on, tribe, let's go, let's go, come on, let's do it. You can Will do they it. cheer for each you other on opposite tribes? No, because they will be they, they'll be busy in the competition. Okay. You know, maybe if it was like individual immunity or something like that, I, I don't know, like one of them was already out, then that would be a thing. But I feel like one of them will be out early and one of them will be around for a bit. But yeah. I could not tell you which one would be which. Yeah. I would say flip a coin. Do you think the experience they have on The Amazing Race twice will help them in Survivor? Yes. I How think, so? I, and here's one of the things, because I think that there's a little bit of a shell shock to being in front of the camera. Right. And they're, that, they're used to it. I think there's a learning curve with that. And two, I think that it's something that um, the people who have been on these shows and competed multiple times do well in that. I think you sort of have a calm under pressure. For instance, like Boston Rob going, to, Boston right. Rob and Amber going to the Amazing Race did you know did well because it's like okay, here's the challenge, and it's not their first challenge, and they're not freaking out, and they're not panicking. Right. And there's also like okay, this is a puzzle. I'm going to put this together. I've put together other puzzles, and I sort of have sort of like a, a repertoire of things that I've learned how to do, and so um, they're familiar with challenges. So I think there is some not a huge advantage, but I think there is some advantage. What about dealing with production? Yeah, I think it's a thing. I mean, production for an amazing race, I think it's different than production right. on Survivor, but I think it's it it does not hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you also in the Amazing Race, there's some sort of a uh, alliance making. Uh, the Twinnies had an alliance in their season of the Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. They wanted to U-turn, I believe it was the uh, Chippendales. How dare they? Yeah. How dare they? And so they were part of a group that yeah. wanted to go ahead and do that. So there's alliance making, there's backstabbing. So all of these things are things that they're familiar yeah, with. It's not their first rodeo. It's not their first rodeo. So the Twinnies, I think that they have skill sets, but as I mentioned earlier, they will be targeted. Yeah. At least. And they've been recognized already. Yes. At least by Kelly and Dale. Yeah. And we'll see by who else. But it doesn't seem like many of the other people are big reality TV watchers. Um, and, uh, I, if, since they, English is, is not, they are multilingual. John Rocker's not going to like that. Yep. Okay. He's going to whip out a t-shirt. Daniel Hamilton says if CBS could make a, okay. So, uh, we got that with, uh, with Missy. We want to take your questions here about Natalie and Nadia. Okay. So Nicole, who do you think is in a better position to do well? Let me give you the two, the two tribes. Okay. So we have Nadia, who's with, let me give you the women first. And uh, those women are Val, Jacqueline, and Baylor. Okay. Okay. Again, they're also men versus women, five men, four women per tribe. So if the men say, let's bro down. That's not good. Like what, what happened on the original Blood versus Water, yeah. where Brad Culpepper got with Caleb and Hayden and John Cody and mm-hmm. Vetus. Yeah. And they said, okay, let's just pick off the women. They could do that as well. Yeah. 
Uh, so the women could be outnumbered, so was will be the, outnumbered. The the pair that didn't make medical clearance were they a pair of women? Female, female, uh-huh. right? So I could definitely see there being a brigade slash bomb squad. That's boring. Yeah, it, it is boring. Uh, of like, can't you see a male alliance forming here um, with Alec, with Wes, with with uh, Dale, with John Rocker? Yeah. Maybe Josh is included in that. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. But I think some of the guys are a little too girl crazy. Girl crazy. What? Yeah. So you think Wes is going to be too girl crazy to be in the alliance? I think that he's going to be um, a wild card. Yeah. Is this tribe set up for John Rocker to be the leader? Take a look at the. Let it, me it again. Seems- let me give you the men on the tribe. You tell me who's challenging John Rocker's leadership. Dale, too old to be the leader. Uh, you have Wes, too young to be the leader. Mm-hmm. Alec, again too young to be the leader and i mean josh is going to be the leader there but is john rocker a leader does he even want to I be think, a leader i think he thinks he's the leader I he may think he's the leader but i don't think he's going to do things a leader would do okay. like do things i think john rocker is going to take charge of this tribe i think that this will be early on in the- he's going to be a very good delegator okay well whatever i think he will want to be the general yeah not the guy not rob decanio not the guy from Survivor. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, so I don't think that he's going to be uh, the general in that sense. But I think he's going to take charge of this group. And then um, I think whatever he's... I think he's going to try to call the shots. And I think it's going to be up to the rest of the people to say, do we want to get rid of John Rocker? Or do we want to go, yeah. go along with him? Okay. okay? Uh, and then, you know, could that be... Could that be Nadia getting... I mean, I can't imagine that John Rocker will hold it against Nadia that she was on The Amazing Race. Yeah. I think it'll be a performance thing with Rocker. Why? Whoever is does the worst in the challenges? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I feel like Baylor or Jacqueline could be the first one yeah. out of this group. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Natalie is in the group with... Let me give you the men here. And this tribe is... So you have uh, the John that doesn't suck. You have... Reed, mm-hmm. you have Drew, you have Jeremy, and Keith. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me just uh, say that one more time. So Drew, imagining him in my head. Uh, Je- well, not like that. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> uh, Drew, Jeremy, Reed, and then you have Keith, and you have uh, so uh, the John that doesn't suck. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's a that's a more interesting. Five. I don't know if those five necessarily pair off and say, "Hey, let's be the guys here." Then you also have Natalie, Missy, uh, Julie, and Kelly. That uh, tribe is a that tribe's a crapshoot. Yeah, I, it's hard to figure that one out. That tribe's harder to figure out. See where where that's going to go. Okay, yeah. so Natalie and Nadia, Nicole. Right, let's take some some questions here. Susie says, maybe the twinnies will yell bad stuff at each other instead of cheering at each other. Maybe. Well, that was like Amazing Race All-Stars. <laughs> you fool. You idiot. What are you doing? You blew it. They fight with each other a lot, too. Yeah. They are either cheering for each other or they fight with each other. Okay. That's like us. Okay. All right. So uh, let's go to Jay, who says, uh, this is the last couple. And there's something off. 
please bring up the number of men in the season. Yes. Well, we talked about that. That mm, I think on the John Rocker tribe, I think that the number of men versus the women is more will significant. Be, will be a bigger issue. Yeah. Okay. And also, uh, Matt, folks, can both the 20s make it out of week one in a game where their loud, crazy personalities will no doubtedly annoy people? They are confrontational. And I think that if somebody tells them like, uh, like, no, let's not open the coconut now. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I want to open the coconut. And that's going to be tough. I don't think, I think it's going to be more of a problem for Nadia. Why? Because she's on a team with, <clears throat> excuse me, with strong, stronger men. Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. Dale is the one that also was beating the drum about the, uh, getting rid of the twenties. Yeah. And that is the tribe that Nadia is on. All right. So I think you not looking good. All right. Once, twice, three. Shoot. Wait, wait. We're saying who we think is going to stay longer, right? Yes. Who's okay. going to do better in the game? Once, twice, three. Shoot. Natalie. Natalie. Yes. So we are on. The, we are on the same page. Nicole. We talked. And I, said, to, I only voted for her because she has the ombre hair. Okay. Nicole. Yes. Okay, let's uh, let's let's reset the board. Okay. Okay. And uh, you get really serious all of a sudden. We're getting serious because yeah. now we're starting to get to the home stretch. Oh my god, Nicole. Yes. The first person out of Survivor Blood versus Water. Okay. This is and a now, tough question. And I think we should do the once, twice, three shoot again because uh, just like last season when we got into, we both picked Sarah for the winner. <laughs> so we don't. And want then that. The, the season before that, we both picked Rachel. Yes, this that's is true. not good. We're on the same page. Okay. okay, I have to think about this. All right, who will be the first person kicked off of Survivor Blood versus Water Two? And you got to think about which tribe is going to yeah. lose. Also, okay, I'll give you the tribes one more time. Please, the yellow tribe will be Nadia, Josh, Alec. Val, Wes, John Rocker, Jacqueline, Dale, and Baylor. And then the other tribe, the orange tribe, will be Natalie, Drew, Jeremy, Reed, Julie, the John that doesn't suck, Keith, Missy, and Kelly. Okay. All right, Nicole. All right, here we go. The first person kicked off Survivor will be once, twice, three, shoot, Jack Reed. Reed? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't want him to, but I have a feeling that it will. Yeah, so you, you have a feeling. Why? Yeah. What is Because this I think that they're definitely going to go to tribal council. Yes. And, and I just think that he would be the one to get voted out. That... Oh, well, obviously they'll go to tribal <laughs> council and you think he'll be, but why? Because I think it's like kind of like a, a party over there and that there, I don't think there's going to be much of a strategy. Okay. And I think that he's going to be the one that's going to be like very verbal on what he wants to do. And they're going to be like, Oh, this guy's too smart. Get him out. All right. Um, I said Jacqueline. I was torn between Baylor or Jacqueline. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like Wes may fight which, more. Which tribe is Jacqueline on? She's on the yellow tribe. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just felt like Wes might fight more for Baylor to stay around. And ultimately, yeah. uh, I went with Jacqueline. Jeff Probst says she uh, he doesn't get a good vibe from her. Uh-huh. 
I don't think they're going to tribal council the first. Uh, yeah, we'll see. The first challenge. We'll see. All right. Who is the winner, Nicole? Do you want to do once, once, twice, three shoot? Well, let's. I, I don't think we need to. Based on, I don't think we're we're on the same page. Okay. Okay. So, Nicole, first, get, let's go. Let's revisit some of your picks for Survivor winners. Okay. In Survivor Nicaragua, you predicted that the winner would be Fabio. I did because you read the spoilers. Because yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> in Survivor. Nicaragua and Survivor Redemption Island. You predicted. Yeah, we'll never remember this. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, you also predicted Kim Spradlin. I be did, the winner and everybody the laughed. They laughed at me. Corinne said you were crazy. She said I was nuts. Corinne she said she was, was very disappointed in me. She was very disappointed in you. Okay. Last season, you ended up saying that Garrett would be the winner. Oh, and boy was I wrong. Of Survivor. Boy was I wrong. All right, Nicole. Who will be the winner? Of Survivor, said Sur. Stop saying it like that, you pervert. Okay, who do you got? Who do I have? Who do you have? I have Val. Val will be the winner. Yes, I, I think that's a that's a strong pick. It is a strong pick. That's a strong pick. Uh, of course, many people know that I correctly predicted that Denise Stapley yes. would be the winner of Survivor Philippines, mm-hmm. and uh, it looked like many times before that I would be close but also. You always come close, but you never win. Yeah. Last season. Last season. <laughs> I predicted that Sarah would be the winner. You had the wrong cop and, and cops are wa- us. If it wasn't for that damn meddling chaos cast, <laughs> I would have won. It was very nice in real life. Yes. But Nicole, my prediction for the winner of Survivor is the very same person that you predicted would be the first person kicked off of San Juan del Sur. I'm going with Reed. Can you read my mind? Obviously not. No, no, you cannot. I like Reed. Mm-hmm. I think that it will be Spider-Man that will be climbing to the top of the San Juan del Sur. Lady's going to take it home. Yes. I just think that he's, I think he's good. Yes. I think, I think Josh will be an early boot. Yes. As I saw on the last blood versus water, I think that's come. That's an advantage because then people, uh, the other people who get their loved one voted off will band together. Yes. I think he has a lot going for him. He seems like he's a people person. Yes. He is, uh, I, I think he will be able to get along with the women. I think he is athletic enough and will get along with the men. Okay. I think he has a lot going on. He knows the game inside and out. And but we all know that people who know the, sh- know the show, the game, and the history can get a bit annoying. What does that mean? What is that supposed to mean? Some people like to get very excited when they talk about the show, and people don't like that. Yeah. You mean like Cochran? Winner. But it took him a few times. Uh, two times. Okay. Took him twice. Two times. Two times to, to win. Okay. Sophie, fan of the show. But I don't, Sophie's not annoying. Okay. Well, th- th- then your, your thesis that people who are fans of the show be, it can be. are annoying. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take some final thoughts uh, from you guys, Scott, if we, if we have any final thoughts. Uh, this flew by for me. 
Yes, it did. I can't believe it's it's almost midnight. Yeah. It's almost three o'clock in the morning for the East Coasters. Yes. Uh, how many people? Hang, a lot of people are hanging, hanging on here. How many do we have here? Uh, about 400 people My goodness. right now. Where do you see that? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Laser Tagger. Like Nicole, I have a short attention span. Towards the end of the season, so I stop watching any advice on how to stay entertained. Okay, Nicole. <laughs> how do you stay entertained in a Survivor season? Laser Tagger has a short attention span like you. In watching the show? Yes. Well, usually in, in the recent years, I had to podcast about it, so I had to keep up with it. And to have conversation with my husband, I have to watch the show. Otherwise, we don't talk about anything. So Laser Tagger can marry a marry Survivor podcast. Survivor, yeah. Who, who's, who's eligible? Is Laser Tagger a man or a woman? I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe we'll 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 find out, and then we'll and then we'll do, and then we'll set them up. Yeah, we'll or f- her we'll up. figure we'll figure out. Uh, you know, man, woman, gay, straight, and then we'll give us the in, deep. We'll put it into the computer. Yeah. Put all the we'll create an algorithm into the computer, and then we will spit out the right person for. We will spit out your spouse. Yes, for laser tagger <laughs> to get with. Okay. Spicy Wasabi X. Will we have a polyamorous contestant this season? Yes, of course. Uh, much like on <laughs> on uh, the great Utopia, uh-huh. they have a polyamorous uh, contestant. Yeah. Yes. And she has a girlfriend and Is this a, a boyfriend and another boyfriend. She's a Lucy Goosey. She's a, no, she's in a, she's in a relationship that you don't understand. Okay. okay. That it's beyond your comprehension mm-hmm. that she is a very open person. Okay. Yes. Whatever works for you. Susie says, uh, I agree with Nicole. I love Shoes. Susie. Val for the win. Yes. That's a good pick. It is a good pick. I know. I'm not going to knock your pick. Yes. Just my pick to lose. Your pick to be the first one off. I think, I think you're wrong. I think you're, uh, I hope I am misguided with that. Okay. Uh, this is from Dan Yats 300. Why do you think that Nadia and Baylor would go before Dale if they're voting out based on challenge performances? I think John Rocker is going to have a lot of uh, influence in the group. And I think that Dale, uh, who is a uh, country guy, I think he's going to be in good with Rocker. And I think that I think that the men will uh, rule the roost there, call the shots. I, unfortunately, I think so. Yeah. I just I think that there's a vacuum of leadership. Uh, and that's the one thing I worry about with Val here. I don't love this group that she's with. Again, yeah. here are the people Val is with. And tell me, you tell me who she's working with. From the women, you have Nadia. Okay, I could see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Baylor, who's young. And then you also have uh, Jacqueline, who's also young. But the thing that Val has is that she's athletic. Okay. She's an asset to the team. Yes. Um, I just don't, I don't know if she has a big base of support. No, I, I agree. But I, I think that her athleticism will help her. Yeah. And then of the guys, I mean, who's Val working with? You got Dale. You have John Rocker. You have Wes. Uh, you have Josh. I could see a Val Josh alliance. Yeah, but but I don't think it's going to take her anywhere. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, but she, uh, she's she's a cop. She's smart too. She's going to read people. All right. Uh, Tom Polite says, Rob. First, we had survivors on the Amazing Race. Then we had Big Brother players on the Amazing Race. Then Big Brother on Survivor. Now Amazing Race is on Survivor. Will we ever see 
a racer on Survivor or Big Brother? Well, not a downgrade. I think I predict that you will see two racers on Survivor on Survivor San Juan del Sur. <laughs> that's what I'm going to. I'm predicting that. Yes. Yes. You're very psychic. That's my that's my prediction. Very psychic. And I predict that we will never see an amazing racer on or, Big Brother or Survivor or Survivor on Big Brother. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ismail says possible yellow young tribe alliance. Alec, Wes, Twinny, and Baylor. All right. So let's uh, think about that. So you got Alec, Wes. I could see it. Uh, Baylor. N20. I'm not sure. I am not sure. But will the if dudes Nadia, go against the dudes? If Nadia is getting in there uh, with Alec and Wes, and I wonder if Baylor West is going to showmance down with either Wes or Alec, and uh, will there be some sort of a competition, mm-hmm. a court, a courtship, mm-hmm. if you will? That I don't know. Okay, Keith Dixon, should the 20s just be honest and tell everyone that they were on the amazing race at the start of the game? Hmm. What do you say, Nicole? I think the 20s... You always find out anyway. The 20s should come out and tell people that they were on opposite worlds. (laughs) I think that would be the move. But then they're going to get called out. We were on opposite worlds. The the old guy, he's just confused. He's old. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah. Okay, uh, Tom Play. I'm watching with my girlfriend, and at the exact same time as Nicole, she said it wasn't highlights. It's ombre. Told you. Told it is a big difference. Yeah, boy, uh, Nicole. What what would be a uh, a more fun uh, date for you? Watching Survivor with a date, or watching a Survivor preview Google Hangout? Preview Google Hangout. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> of course, it's a big hit on dates. Yes. Okay. And one last question from Jeremiah Yap. Rob, you foreshadowed the 20s casting the season by saying they would do a blood versus water season on one of your amazing race podcasts. What? Oh, I'm so good. (laughs) Nicole, I predicted back in earlier this past year uh, on my final uh, Saturday Night Live podcast uh, with Rich Tackenberg on Post Show Recaps. I said, first Saturday Night Live, I'm predicting Chris Pratt as host. Boom. That's right. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I predicted that. Did you really? I did. Okay. I did. There's, did a, there's a record. Everything I say is recorded. Okay, but you know what? It, sometimes you lie to me. <laughs> yeah. This is not one of those times. All right. And who would make it further in Survivor? You, Rob, or Nicole? You ready? I'd like to hear what the listeners would say. All right. Once, twice, three, shoot, Nicole. Rob. No, well, you know, you know. In fairness, though, that I get voted out, they'd say, "Oh, he's a threat," and then you would, you would well, go for him. <laughs> yeah. So, so I do. You probably would end up going further. Than I'm me. not a good swimmer, though. Yeah, but still, I doggy paddle. And still, we'll, we'll be we'll be at the Ponderosa together. <laughs> Have fun. All right, and uh, that's it. All right. So uh, this was this was very very fun, and uh, as I, always, yes, and I very Although, much. You know, Rob. What. These headphones really hurt my ears. Okay. I mean, there was no reason why you needed to wear them on your ears. There was no sound to hear. You told me to put them on. Because I needed the, the microphone piece to this be whole time. next to your mouth. You didn't have to. I mean, you could. Because they, they, they really hurt. Okay. Well, uh, well, we'll work that out for the future. Mm-hmm. 
If you could hold the microphone still, you wouldn't need to wear them. I get excited and I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, this was a good, consistent audio for you here on this show. Thank you guys uh, all who uh, stayed with us live tonight or even made it through uh, in the archives. Nicole, do we have a hashtag for this nonsense? Oh, you never listen to my hashtags anyway. Okay. What if this time we've listened to you? You can't put me on the spot like this. I'm not good. <laughs> okay. Well, and you do it on purpose. What was something? I feel we- like my, my, my read... My uh, that R-E-E-D? one was E D. Yes, I feel like I was on the spot when I picked him. When you picked him to be the to first, be the first person, person out, so, but I'm going to stick with it. Okay, it was a little bit of pressure. I got to say that was a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Uh, all right. What about in the chat room? Can we get a suggestions for yes. a hashtag, and then and then I'll let you pick from the suggestions in the chat. And then room. you'll pick the opposite of what I say. No, I said I'm going to let you okay. pick. I'm going to let I'm going to let you pick. What is the chat room saying? Okay, and uh, so we're just we're getting ready for our Survivor uh, preseason coverage. We're going to do a few more shows to get ready. Obviously, we're going to talk to Corinne again uh, this upcoming Thursday night. She texted me. She said that she's bringing the wine on Thursday night. So that she she brings the good wine. Yeah, I don't think Corinne drinks the bad wine. I know. So that should be very fun. Uh, make sure you're locked in for all of our podcasts uh, this coming fall. Go to robaswebsite.com slash iTunes for the main Rob has a podcast feed and also robaswebsite.com slash Survivor Podcast for our Survivor Podcast feed. That's the way to subscribe on iTunes for the RSS feed for other ways to subscribe. You can click the podcast tab on robaswebsite.com. And also when you're in iTunes, uh, it really helps uh, people find the podcast when you leave us ratings and comments on iTunes. Of course, uh, thanks to everybody who uh, continues to use our links for Amazon.com to start their shopping. That's very much appreciated and also helps support the podcast as well. All right. So uh, let's see. I'm looking for some I'm looking for some suggestions for the hashtag. Uh, I've got Weath so far. Mm. I got hashtag uh, speak English. (laughs) Got hashtag ombre. I like that one. Ombre. Uh, okay, that's from Keith Black. Okay. Uh, Susie Cash also says ombre. People are saying ombre. Uh, hashtag ombre. Alex G says too many hipsters are using ombre. All right, we'll go with it. It's uh, yeah. So ombre is O-M-B-R-E, ombre. Yeah. Okay. So you can tweet that to myself. I'm at Rob Sesternino. I'm at Nicole. Uh, then Nicole. I am at Nicole yeah. Love Shoes. Nicole is at Love Nicole. Nicole's at Nicole. It's late. Take it's, a breath. It's late. Take a breath. We've been talking for uh, nonstop for two and a half hours here. So thank you guys uh, so much. Happy belated birthday at Nicole. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 21. I had my first sip of alcohol. Oh, wow. Oh my yes. God. Uh, you're almost as young as Frankie Grande. Yeah, almost. Almost. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for, for watching us. Uh, please leave us your comments. Tell us what you think and your predictions for this upcoming season. Very much looking forward to starting another season of Survivor Podcasting with you all. Should be a lot of fun. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>